And there's like already, it already started a little bit. Like that dude's, his nose is already bleeding. That's what I like to see, dude. Yeah. That's like the best type of fight to see. I know. And it's a big W Just for... Just the David versus Goliath. And the, the wrestler versus a football player, dude, which is the all... <laughs> I believe that was the first biblical story before oh, yeah. David and Goliath. Wrestler versus football player. Yeah. Which I love. Well, and, and it's kind of a thing where it's like... You don't really think of the wrestler players as being like the jocks because they have like their egos in check. Yeah. Well... They are much more familiar with what it's like to be like in that type of fight. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like a lot of football players just go around feeling like they'd be able to beat people's asses, which is true. Yeah. They can probably beat most people's asses because they're so much fucking bigger. Like you look at it when we went to go film that um what was that? The Baltimore the the uh, team the brigade or something. Yeah, the brigade. Them. They were like semi-pro football players. And I was like, these guys, I remember Joey just smoked me. I was like, these guys are so fucking big. And he's like, yeah, it's almost like they're professional athletes. And I was like, you know what, Joey? I'm about to fucking rear naked choke you, bro. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> but that, yeah, that was uh that was interesting. And and the fact that it was caught on camera, see, that's the kind of thing that back in the day you could get in those bar fights and like it would just be talked about. And people yeah. would be like, oh, yo, Spencer, I heard you got your ass beat in the bathroom at like, I don't know, what's like a college bar name? Like, Storgies. Dickies. <laughs> Dickies. <laughs> I heard you got your ass kicked in the Dickies bathroom. And he's like, not really. Nah, man, I fucked up. You should have seen the other guy. You yeah, cannot do the... I had to the get rushed to surgery. <laughs> I almost lost my eye, but nah. It oh, was no big deal. How long ago did this happen? This was like... Uh... I, want, I forgot to bring it up last week. So, like, two weeks ago, I guess. February 23rd. Yeah. Not even that long ago. Well, shouts out Spencer Jones. Was, um... <laughs> He's the one that got his ass beat, I think. <laughs> shouts out OU football. <laughs> Sooner. <laughs> Sooner Nation, baby. Is there any background story on the other guys? Um, I'm reading the description right now. It says, Oklahoma football player Spencer Jones reportedly nearly... Lost an eye after a recent bar altercation. Plays stupid game, wins stupid prizes. So safe to say that the person who wrote that description was biased. A yeah, little bit. a little bit. That definitely was not the OU football coach. Unless it was. Unless he's trying to give him tough love. But yeah, I wonder... I think the only people that came out on like the football player side was the college. Like I don't think anyone in the media even attempted to be like, Come on, man. Why would you do that to that young boy? He had such a promising career of... Well, I you wonder. Know, starting fights at bars. <laughs> I know. He was going to have a future in that. <laughs> he had a future. He was going to be a bouncer, okay? <laughs> I wonder if uh, the other guys were on the wrestling team. I don't know. It was So it happened in a, a bar on the college. Okay. 
The one the one thing that I like noticed when I first saw the video, uh that freaked me out. I was like, oh, they're just all in a bar and no one has masks on. Yeah. Well, and that's... then the fight started and I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, turns out <laughs> it doesn't matter. The masks don't matter now. <laughs> turns Dude's out just bleeding. COVID was the least of that guy's problems. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, uh but yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead for my own personal sake and say Maybe that guy wasn't even on the wrestling team. Oklahoma, dude, the Midwest, they do not fuck around when it comes to wrestling. Yeah. They love wrestling. No, I think he, like, trained... Him and that dude are, like, they trained together in MMA or something. Which could have started off as high school wrestling. Yeah. Every every person who does MMA, pretty much, started off in high school wrestling. Because it's the only path you can go. Unless you literally go to the Olympics. Well, also, like, MMA wasn't, uh, like, that big back then. I feel like most people weren't training shit like that. Until, like, you know, five years ago, ten years ago. Yeah, when UFC popped off. Yeah, exactly. And now you don't, like, uh, who the hell has that joke? Somebody has a joke. I, I can't I can't remember if it was, like, a famous comedian or just some dude at, like, Motorhouse open mic. <laughs> I literally, everything gets so mixed up with me. Yeah. But uh, somebody has a joke. It's like, you can't get in a bar fight anymore because you don't know what people are doing anymore. Like, back in the day, it was, like, a one in a thousand chance that you fought, like, a trained fighter. Yeah, do that new karate. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. It's going to kill me. And now it's like, dude, any fucking guy, any guy you look at could be your worst nightmare. I'd almost rather fight a big guy for no other reason other than if you lose, it's not as, like, it's not as bad. You know, like, you're expected to lose. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to be the overdog in a fight. (laughs) I don't want people to go in and be like, dude, this guy, Jimmy's going to fucking whoop this guy's ass. Then I get my ass kicked, and it's just, like, embarrassing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want people to be like, dude, Jimmy's going to get his ass kicked. And then when I do it, they're like, hey, dude, we don't care. We we knew you were going to get your ass kicked, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like with everything, though. I feel like most people like to root for the underdog. Yeah. Or, like, align with that. Yeah, I'm about it, dude. Thanks for showing me that video. And thank you for saving it for a week. Okay, I don't know yeah. if I could have mentally handled it <laughs> in February. <dude>. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been too soon. Yeah, dude. I had to wait till March. I had to wait till March. Um, live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. By the way. For a second, you thought we were fucking Al Michaels and <laughs> sports commentators. Big <laughs> DeBito or whatever the fuck the guy's yeah, name is. All those fuck. Chris Collinsworth. Um, <laughs> speaking of high school sports, there was a little... Uh, I caught this while I was grabbing my trail mix, getting prepared for the journey that is this podcast. Yeah. Uh, driving back from CVS, and there was like a big protest at Hereford High School. Huh. The high school athletes were saying that uh, they want to be able to play. Interesting. And because um, apparently BCPS, that's Baltimore County Public Schools for anybody listening, said that spring sports were going to happen. Hmm. And then. No, they it's just... weird. I've seen sports happening this whole time. Anytime I drive by like the field at Carver. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of by the basketball fields? I guess. I don't know. I figured if that was going on, like high school sports were going on. Yeah, but it's just like there's a whole bunch of shit going on with the teachers' unions, and I don't know enough about it to get into it. But from my understanding, the teachers' unions are being really fucking uh, harsh about what they're allowing to go on. And it seems like the rest of the world is kind of like moving, taking steps forward. And the public school system is just like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I feel for them. But uh I wouldn't want to be in that situation right now unless I had like the vaccine. Unless you went to Hereford High School. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if I went to Hereford High School, dude. Where do you think fucking swine flu started? Dude, if you went to Hereford High School, first of all, that camo hat you would have had for way longer than just the past couple <laughs> months. <laughs> that would be an old hat by now. <laughs> and you'd be trying to fucking 
fucking do whatever they do at Hereford. Cross country. <laughs> fucking Farming. ride your cow to school day, dude. Fight. Tractor repair. <laughs> Tractor repair, dude. Their best sport. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I, I've thought about that in just terms of like... Uh, uh, college sports are happening. They started. They started college sports. Uh, I didn't think they were going to allow wrestling to go, because I guess you know, mathematically speaking, it is easily the most contact sport, right? Yeah, for sure. Unless there's literally like men's massage team or something. <laughs> Even that might be less contact. <laughs> men's mud wrestling would be. How yeah. We're gonna... <laughs> But, uh, I mean, they did decide to finally start college wrestling like halfway through the season. Notice mm. they weren't ready to do that for, well, they kind of did that with college football. But college football, they were like, this makes way too much money for us to give a shit about anything other than how much money we're making. Well, no, it's crazy. Uh, so for the longest time, they couldn't make like college football video games. And now all of a sudden, after like a year of not getting revenue off of games and you know, selling off their players that they're not mm. paying. Uh, they started making college football games again. Really? They signed a big deal, I think. When, I remember hearing about that. When was that that they just stopped doing it? Honestly, I, I don't know, to be honest, exact things. But yeah. I just remember that being like a big deal for a while. Because it was such... Like the last like NCAA game you could play was like 2012. Yeah. It pissed me off because they very clearly, it didn't piss me off at the time. It pissed me off that they didn't have the names on the jerseys back in the day. Yeah. Like you'd be playing NCAA football and it would just be like number 21. But of And course, it like would look exactly yeah. like the real guy. Yeah. It would <laughs> have it like have his, his number. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, this is clearly the guy. Can you just put his name on there? So I don't or can I like, add it in or like what's going on? That's what I would do. I would literally just <laughs> add in the players' names. Hell yeah. But then I'd then I be like, okay, now only my team has names and all the other players' jerseys just say number three. I'm like, this sucks, dude. This fucking blows. But uh, maybe they reached some kind of deal. Maybe they reached some kind of deal where they were like, hey, I understand that we don't pay our athletes. I mean, they're already, don't they sell like the jerseys of kids or no? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think they're allowed to. Interesting. But then again, I don't know, dude. I never played college sports. I wouldn't know. Nobody's ever made a cent off of my name, and I <laughs> I intend to keep it that way. Never got a varsity jacket. <laughs> yeah, never got my letter. I did get my letters. They're still in my mirror. Mm. I think I have um, I have two wrestling pins because I only kept the, the other ones. Just say they're kind of stupid. Like they give you like the JV pin, which is like, oh thanks. Yeah, JV. It's like literally an insult. Yeah, I showed up. Yeah, and then if you just stay on JV, they don't give you another. They just give you a, a literal bar, like a line. She's like, this insinuates that you stayed on JV. I'm like, this is even worse than the JV one. It's yeah. <laughs> like, this insinuates that you've made no progress since last year. And then you get a varsity pin, which is like two dudes wrestling, which I don't know who makes. I don't know who. <laughs> wrestling as a sport really needs to like kind Rebrand, of. Rebrand, yeah. They need to reimagine their self-image, their image. Because if there's one thing, there's two things I noticed. First of all, a lot of the wrestling shirts in high school they have the worst slogans. They have like the worst sayings or of anything. They're like so corny. It's like yeah. well, I mean, Towson High School's like slogan was shitty anyway. Yeah, which like 
Honesty is the best policy. Something stupid like that. <laughs> that was the wrestling team's motto. <laughs> no. Yeah, honesty is the best policy. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what does this have to do with competitive? Is this just for Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Who changed the team's motto for a single person? <laughs> well, our, our wrestling team had a bunch of uh, mottos that probably wouldn't be allowed anymore. Um, one of them was what makes the grass grow and we all chant blood, blood, blood. I don't know if that's legal anymore. And I, I can know. definitely guarantee that what's the only thing better than this? And we all scream poontang. <laughs> that most <laughs> certainly is not legal anymore. <laughs> I highly doubt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That we could still do that a thousand high. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe that's why we suck now, dude. Kids don't know what the only thing better than this is. And it is true. True. It's definitely better than it, I would say. Yeah, better than high school wrestling? <laughs> yeah. well, I think a lot of things are, probably. Yeah. Pussy's <laughs> definitely up there. But then mm. followed by uh, that bag of trail mix I had on the way up here was pretty fucking good. Right in the running with high school wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I had to pick when I walked into CVS, do I want a bag of trail mix or to wrestle a kid from Dundalk High School? <laughs> <laughs> At that time, At probably, that time? <laughs> probably would have gone with the trail mix. Yeah. But who knows? In the rec room bathroom, I might want to wrestle a kid from fucking Don Dog High. There's no trail mix. There's no trail mix. If you only are giving me one choice, I'm going to have to do high school wrestling. I got to (laughs) fight. I got to fight. I got to. This guy plays football and I trained. (laughs) I trained 10 years ago for this moment and haven't trained since for this moment. It's called muscle memory. Have you ever heard of it? It's called muscle memory. I know. I fucked up. It's not. Not muscle memory. You forgot how to say muscle memory, dude. That's muscle memory. Your your mouth muscles forgot how to say the word muscle. They forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dude. Shouts out high school sports. I mean, look, I thought a lot about it from the standpoint of a former mediocre high school athlete. And what I think about the most is that we've talked about it ad nauseum on the podcast at this point about how so many of the things you get from school aren't just the, you know, multiplication and history and things like that. It's, it's social interactions and, and how to, how to deal with people and how to like just get through life and navigate certain things. And, uh, the biggest thing I would say, probably the biggest thing, probably the most life changing aspect of my high school career was sports for sure. I learned so much about life from sports, about how you can manifest your future and how you can do all, you know, how you can kind of create your own destiny and and hard work actually does pay off. Maybe not in the way you thought, maybe not becoming a state champion, but becoming, you know, whatever the hell I, I became, whatever that is. <laughs> you can do that. Still hung up on that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't let it go. I haven't let it go. You can tell how much it meant to me. Um, but, uh, the biggest thing was, I remember after my junior year, I was really disappointed with my season and all I could think about from the moment after, um, like the day after my season was over, I didn't get into regionals and Michael went to regionals and like Nathan went to regionals and like a couple, like no offense, but like some people that had no business getting into regionals on our team went to regionals because their weight classes were weak michael's weight class is strong no offense to nathan but he was a freshman at the time and like an okay like a a very like 
kind of he got better but as a freshman like dude when i was a freshman i went like three and 50 on jv so like i'm not trying to i'm not trying to throw shade but like as a freshman give me the stripe the next year. <laughs> exactly They're like dude you don't even get a jv pin <laughs> get the fuck out of here your only wins were two four your only wins were two forfeits and like a fucking blind kid from delaney <laughs> you know they can still wrestle <laughs> um but uh I remember just, I remember being, phys- it was the first time in my life being like physically, I I was so like struck by it that I was, I literally couldn't get out of bed for a week. I remember like mm-hmm. I was so like, it wasn't like I was being dramatic, like my body fell ill because of how sad I was. Yeah. And it was like the one time in life that that's happened when probably so many other things have happened that I should have been that way about versus my junior year of high school wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I just could not cope with it. And so, and like normally my parents would be like, they kind of be like, get the fuck out of bed. But like literally, I couldn't, I, I just was my, and uh, all I could think about was I can't wait to work my ass off from now until next year so that I can come back and redeem myself. And I'm imagining how many kids were in that situation where they didn't live up to their potential and their expectations for themselves and then to just have an entire year taken away from them mm-hmm. where kids going into their senior year class of 2020 kids that were that worked their asses off that were putting all the time and effort in and trying to make something of themselves just you know just to be told it's not going to happen you're going to take online classes on Zoom you're going to get your diploma probably also on Zoom, and you're going to fucking go on with the rest of your life forever knowing that you didn't go to regionals your junior year. I couldn't (laughs) imagine. I would be willing to say that my life might be drastically different. And I don't think I'm being melodramatic when I say this. I mean this. If I didn't get the chance to go back my senior year and prove to myself that I could do it and that I could compete at that level and, and, and learn for myself how you can put in work and get the results you want. It just takes a lot of it takes a lot of willpower. If I didn't get the chance to see that and realize that, mm-hmm. I might very well be a different person, you know. So there's no telling how much this has affected people. And so when I hear about you know Baltimore County Public Schools first saying we're going to allow spring sports, and then like a week later being like never mind, and then I can see how. I can see if there's kids on the baseball team and lacrosse scene, they're like, dude, I can see why they're mad. I guess what yeah. I'm getting at. It sucks. I mean, I see why they're mad and it does suck. Um, but you know, there there's some extenuating circumstances. There are extenuating circumstances. Yeah. I'll let you talk to him, dude. I'll, <laughs> hey, I'll fucking... listen, I'll give him a call tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're gonna have a little assembly where you can speak at the assembly, dude. Okay, <laughs> just go into the locker room. <laughs> Listen up, guys. When you know, guys, think about it this way: How many less teen pregnancies were there? I would. How I, many of you aren't dads now because of this? <laughs> I would think be, of the bright side. I would be willing to make a bet with you that there are more teen pregnancies as a result of COVID. Really? You yes, think so? I think so. What else are they doing, dude? What else? Are they doing? at least in school. You had to be in a building for six and a half hours a day and then had to go to sports practice. Dude, even if I was getting ass in high school, I wouldn't have had time for it. Yeah, but also 
you got to, th- none of them are like living by themselves. They got to explain to their parents why they're leaving their house on quarantine to go hook up with someone that's not in their bubble or whatever. I don't think Hereford parents give a fuck about quarantine, dude. I don't think they have to do- fair. <laughs> and I was also- talking more in general right now, like across the country. Let's see. Um, I would be willing to say there's less teen pregnancies in Towson. Um, but there's really not that many to begin with. Uh, relative to probably Hereford and Dundalk and places like that. I'm willing to say that those places have gone up. Hmm. Just because I don't know... You like, think with classmates or like family members? <laughs> depends on the area. Are we talking <laughs> Hereford or are we talking Dundalk? <laughs> I'd be willing to say half-human-sheep hybrid pregnancies have gone drastically up. Stepsister porn is on the rise. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Weird category. Mm. But also, I kind of just look at the picture. I don't really read the titles. Normally. When you watch stepsister porn, which I do, I don't watch it because it's stepsister porn. I watch it because the girl is hot. Exactly. And I don't, none of the, the stepsister aspects, sometimes I'll fast forward past, sometimes I'll oh. watch it just out of curiosity. <laughs> like, how did they set this up? <laughs> how does it, this guy's playing a video game in his room? She comes in and just starts sucking his dick. I'm like, okay. This probably would never happen. I never had a sister, much less a stepsister. I can imagine this is not how this type of situation. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, I don't think so. But that's how it always works when you watch the video. Uh, It's always something like ridiculous. But then that's uh, just all porn. Yeah. But then like uh I think the problem is is that at the older you get, your your porn taste kind of shifts. Like the older I get, the less interested I am in the the big like porn star production aspect of it right you know yeah yeah you kind of shift more and more into like real looking shit like yeah you shift i found I myself mean, you do the same things with like food when you yeah. get older you kind of like refine your tastes and mm-hmm. you're like you know what maybe i won't have mcdonald's and i'll just get like a local sandwich or yeah. something mom and pop i watch mom and pop porn yeah exactly <laughs> locally Small sourced business. non-gmo <laughs> porn <laughs> i'm supporting local whores give me a break um OnlyFans. <laughs> Support your local whore. Have you ever been on OnlyFans? I haven't. I have not. I don't even know what it's about. I have not, and I refuse to. I understand what it is, but I, yeah. I'm sure you know what it's about. I think we, we all, all know what it's about. <laughs> we all know what it's about. It's just... Uh, I just don't know how it works. I have... Um, I had a friend... Uh, there was a girl that used to work at a bar that is now a very like well to do not well to do but she's she's got a big following on instagram mm-hmm. um she lives out in la now and find her in an old episode yeah you'll probably find her in boost her old app listens yeah yes yeah, go, scrounge go, through go lurk that. through that scrounge through that. actually real quick side note um my we play this game at my house called the dictionary game mm-hmm. where we open up the dictionary and then you say okay it starts with an s by the way pay attention to this because it's a fun game um <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be I'm going to try to make this short, but a uh, very small side story. Um, I think we've talked about this before, too. Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. About how... I forgot what your opinion on it was. I can't remember if you agree with me or not, but I always used to say that I wasn't a big fan of that um, because I felt like my friends were just funnier naturally. Mm-hmm. And so when you introduce like some fucking nerd in a corporate office writing down jokes for me to tell, I'm like, I feel like we could have a funnier conversation just naturally just yeah. me you our friends sitting around doing shit then having to like work in like this fucking dweebs humor into our conversation you know what i mean yeah um it's for people who 
don't have that. Yeah, it's exactly. for people who like are in a friend group, and that's like, ooh, let's be naughty tonight and yeah. say bad things. But oh, it's on the card, so it's yeah. okay. Yeah, I cringe. I cringe. Cringe. Um, that's why I think we've always been a king's friend group. We play kings. kings. That's a good one. If anybody's not familiar with kings, they have region. I do think the best way to tell where somebody's from is ask them what they call their drinking games because mm. that is still a very regional thing. I don't know what region of the country calls beer pong root, but yeah. there is a region of the country that calls it root. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely a different name for kings, but kings is one where you have the beer can in the middle, you slide the cars under, and like there's different categories for every card and do shit, and then whoever pops it has to chug it. Which uh, the the dramatic irony of drinking games is that the goal is not to drink. Yeah. Which I've always found to be very stupid. It's yeah, like yeah. so you're telling me that if I'm really good at this game, I'm not going to get drunk. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like I would rather drink that's the point of what we're doing right you know <laughs> but that's there's side a story that's a side story wait what's the dictionary game you oh, never yeah. said what that was back to the original side story <laughs> <laughs> the dictionary game i only brought that up because i was saying i would rather play the dictionary game with my friends because it's first of all it's educational <laughs> i know but what is it i don't know what it is no Dude, one knows I'm what it is setting it up, bro. <laughs> i'm setting it up you don't just give it away I got to talk it up and then I tell you what it is. It's educational. After four rounds, your mind hurts. Your mind hurts. And that means it's like you get fatigue in your mind. Anyway, the way the game works is you get somebody. You can do this on teams, however you want to do it. You get somebody. They open up the dictionary to a random page. They look for a word. um, And depending on what level you're playing, you can be a dick about it. But like you want to pick a word that's like used in common language. Uh, like to the point where you don't want to pick a word that like nobody would know. Yeah. You know, you want to pick, but you also want to pick like a good word. Like my brother hit me with ramifications. That's mm. a word that we know, but it, it's like, it's a good word. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and so what you do is you open the dictionary, you say, okay, the word it, it starts with an R or the first letter. It's three syllables. And then you read the definition and then people on each team have to try to guess the word okay it's a fun game that sounds it really is fun um and it like i said your mind hurts you're just going through it and the reason i got on that side story because i'm gonna try to bring this all back in one of the words he used he got he told me was scrounge Mm. and he was like okay it's not a super common word but like you definitely say it but you probably don't even know you say it um and we were going through and i was like blah 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 and it was like to scavenge and like find something without planning on returning it back or something. Hmm. And I gave up and he was like scrounge. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I do. And then I noticed we always say like you and I, whenever we talk about go, go scrounge through the old episodes, go scrounge. Through. We always <laughs> say scrounge. I wasn't even aware. To me, scrounge isn't even a word. It's just a, a sound I make to get from this word to the next word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, go scrounge through our episodes. I'm like, I don't yeah. fucking know. I, if you ask me what scrounge means, I'm like, I don't know. I'm imagining like a little raccoon digging through yeah. trash. <laughs> See if you can find. And that concludes all these side stories. Back to our original point. Only fans. Scrounge through our old episodes. Uh, we talked about in the past. Super hot. Um, you gave her a ride one time. I think that couple, was one of the stories. Yeah, I've given her a couple rides. Uh, and not in any cool way. Just literal yeah. fucking rides. <laughs> literal ride home. <laughs> literal rides home. And um, one of my friends' friends had subscribed to her OnlyFans. And so I saw the content through him. Mm. Um, but I would never... I always say to people when they talk about OnlyFans, 
because uh, I'm I'm a realist, and by realist I don't mean I'm realistic. I mean that I want shit to happen to me in real life. <laughs> and there is no quicker way to ensure that you're not going to have sex with a girl in real life than to subscribe to her OnlyFans. Yeah, true. When you pay a girl to see her naked, that's one step below friend zone. You're in customer zone. You're in client zone. If yeah. she knows she can get $10 a month from you to see her naked, why would she... You know what I mean? It's like Yeah, that's so weird. Just don't don't fall into that mindset. The second you fall into the mindset that the only way you're ever going to see hot girls is by paying for it, you're forever going to be that guy. Don't yeah. be that guy. It's like uh <laughs> it's even worse than the Yeah, I don't want to be mean to people. Like I don't really care about OnlyFans. I think anyone should be able to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um but like the people that subscribed OnlyFans, yeah. it's like a level below those dudes that like just shoot their shot at every girl on like Facebook in their DM or mm-hmm. some shit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, this isn't going to lead anywhere. Yeah. And then the step below that is like, oh, you're paying to know that it won't lead anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, it's hard for me to say if it's a step above or below just because at least. At least they're not like messaging them. yeah you're not harassing a girl by subscribing to her only fans you're just you're like she's putting it out there for a price and then you pay that price and it's yeah, like yeah. cool but like yeah i just i've been curious you know i've been noting that like a couple people that i know in real life have been advertising it and like there is that aspect of like i know this person and therefore it would be like better than just like a random person on the internet but that exists like 3% in my mind. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if I'm paying for your OnlyFans, I probably don't actually know you that well for this to be like that hot. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to subscribe to my coworkers' OnlyFans. That'd be weird. Yeah, that'd be wild. Like if I just show, hey, nice, nice pussy pics last night, Sharon. That was really got me through the evening. Those are great. Yeah. It's like it's got to be someone that you kind of hey, know. There's a little more clothing on you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Still got the piece on underneath. I, I, yeah, I don't really know how to feel about OnlyFans, and I don't, I don't have to feel about OnlyFans. Women, you get to do what you want. Uh, I think I, there's some dudes on there too. Yeah, but the reality, is people have tried to talk to me about this, not talk me in like getting it or anything. You gotta get on it, dude. <laughs> but they'll be like, oh well, you know, dudes can do it. I'm like, yeah, but it's literally I. I can't, I haven't looked up the stats on this, but I'd be willing to bet this whole studio that the majority of patrons for a male OnlyFans provider are gay dudes. They're not a lot of girls, I'm imagining, paying to see a dude naked. Just not uh-huh. in girl you nature. I had a conversation with your brother's coworker mm-hmm. who actually does listen to this podcast. And so I hope you're listening right now. Nice. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, even though this isn't a bad story. It's a good conversation we have, but you know who she is. She knows who she is. Hmm. You know who she is. Maybe. I think I do. Yeah. And um, we were discussing kind of the differences between what girls find sexy and what guys find sexy in regards to a nude, like a a photo that you might send. Hmm. Guys tend to, like a girl could just take a picture of herself naked and post it on the internet and... Guys will flock to it. Like, guys will pay to see this specific girl naked, even though they know that this picture was not taken for them or with them in mind or anything like that. Whereas she was talking about, like, you know, if I get a dick pic, for instance, 
what turns me on the most about that is like, oh, this guy's hard for me. Like this guy sent this to me. Like mm. if she found out that like this picture was posted like publicly on like an OnlyFans thing where it's like, well, now I'm less turned on because what really is the kind of turn on about this situation is like the connection. You know what I mean? Like this guy is turned on by me and there he's like, you know, rock art, wherever. I don't want to get too graphic, but like, you know what I'm getting at here. <laughs> yeah. There's just, there's a difference between the sexual attraction a man might feel for a woman and what turns him on versus a woman being turned on by a man. And I think that has a lot to do with probably why there's not that many wimp, straight women who are subscribed. I'm sure there are, of course there are, but I think it's f far more rare that a straight woman is going to pay to see a man's naked pictures that he just posts to everybody. That's not really what I find gets women off mm. that much. You know, you can tell just even by the types of pornography they watch, they're kind of more into more like just different shit. I feel like they might actually pay a little bit more attention to the setup. Maybe they do care that the little sister walks in while you're playing video games. Maybe that <laughs> matters, you know, whereas a guy might just skip that. You know what I mean? Mm. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things that um just the thing that confused me the most that I learned about uh girls and guys, the difference um when I was in my relationship years back, and you always have that talk if you were both like sexually active before meeting each other, which, you know, especially at this age is going to be the case, you're going to stumble upon conversations where you talk about people from your past. Now, in my situation, my ex and I worked together and she had dated other people that also worked with us. So I was very closely acquainted with people from her past. Yeah. Far more than I think you should be. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, Definitely more than the regular person. You don't want to, like, it's one thing to uh, to n obviously know that other guys have fucked your girlfriend. It's another thing to be, like, dropping off waters at his table every fucking shift. Yeah. <laughs> it's another thing that just, like, it's like, you know, it's just... Yeah, having to clock in with him for eight hours a day. I feel like people aren't really honest about, like, I remember being in a relationship and being, like, why, you know, think, like obviously feeling weird about it obviously every now and then you're gonna think about like she hooked up with this other guy it's gonna bother you i think it's gonna bother most people and you're kind of taught to be like dude why are you even thinking about that she's with you now like blah blah blah, blah. and you have to like pretend that you doesn't bother you but i think for a lot of people yeah, it, you're like i shouldn't be thinking this way and then you trick yourself to thinking that you're not exactly like, no I, I was there or you feel yeah and you feel like it's like not common like mm -hmm. that other people it's like yeah sure you don't You're care like, about I'm being weak. <laughs> I'm being, I gotta pretend I'm not feeling anything. Yeah, and of course my friends will all be like, "Dude, why do you give a shit about blah blah blah?" blah. Like, I'm like, "Yeah, of course you yeah, don't you're care not in who my she situation. Fucked. <laughs> I don't care who your girlfriend fucked. Yeah. Obviously, that's not the point, dude. I'm dating this girl, and it's like you know, I'm gonna ha I'm gonna think about it from time to time. Um, but so be more honest. First of all, just real quick, just be more honest. Like, it's okay to be insecure about that stuff. Um. And you will be. You will be. Um, and that's why... Just don't tell the women about look, it. Look, the best thing you can do is just... Just have a higher number than your significant other. <laughs> just have a higher number than your significant other. And that way, you don't have to feel like they beat you on the scoreboard. Um, anyway... The things about... Also, don't take dating advice from either of us. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone listening, 
find like a relationship podcast yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, there. I feel like you have a successful run. Yeah, I have a, I'm I'm good now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. No one's good at dating when you first do it. Yeah. But um the thing that I noticed about the difference is what for most guys and I and I think most guys would agree with this. I was guys, never... Guys, get in here. Guys, guys. Come on in, fellas. Bring in our studio guy audience. <laughs> and we'll bring in the girls. Our guidance. I feel like fucking outcast right now. All right, now, fellas. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse than knowing your girl fucked another dude? <laughs> Nothing! <laughs> all right, now, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> My baby don't mess around because I do not have one because I am an incel. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey, bitch! Why don't you go on a date with me? <laughs> the oh, incel oh. anthem. So, so I remember this sticking out to me because I think for most guys, I was never bothered by guys that my girlfriend had actually dated, like guys that she had a relationship with. That he was like, you know, they like were together. You know what I mean? What bothered me were the guys that she just hooked up with. That's mm. what bothered me. I didn't I wasn't threatened by a guy who like also was like really invested in my ex and like really like probably cried when they broke up, you know, because in that way you have the power. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cuz that guy's you see that you run into that guy at the bar and you're like I'm with her now. Yeah. You know? Not that I not that that's the way I looked at it, but like if they ever tried to get a certain type of way about it, like, I probably fuck your bitch. I'm like, yeah, but then you cried when you stopped fucking. Her. So <laughs> why don't you fucking get me a shot and move along? Mm. Um, but what bothered her was the girls, not the girls that I had just hooked up with, but the girls that I had had a close relationship with. Mm. It was like the polar opposite. So like a man is more threatened by the dudes from his girlfriend's past that just fucked her that just hooked up with her yeah i mean i guess that makes sense in a way like not only in like when you're in the relationship looking back on it but as that dude looking at that girl then you're like oh god like all these fuck boys popping up yeah just running through or like you see her in a relationship and you're like fuck i guess that guy's better than me but at least she's happy exactly exactly and I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that, like, like we'd be talking about stuff from our past. And I'd be like, yeah, like, we hooked up, but, like, we really liked each other. Like, And I thought I was saying that as, like, a thing to be like, you know, like, hey. it's, But that made it worse. <laughs> like, for her, it was worse. Yeah. That because she was more threatened by the fact or felt that more insecure about yeah. the fact that I was, I really liked this other girl. Mm. So I think that's an interesting dynamic between girls and guys is the that not just what we were talking about before, like what turns us on in terms of like if we're going to subscribe to an OnlyFans or not, but also what we care about when it comes to each other's past. Mm-hmm. I think it just says a lot about the different, and I think a lot of that's societal, but probably not. Yeah. I mean, I feel like also like the healthier thing to do is just not be in that situation <laughs> where you're like working with like three other dudes in a shift to like, two banged her and yeah. one was her like ex of three years yeah. or whatever bullshit's happening yeah if only i knew that at the time 
Yeah. Um, but also, that's pretty common for most restaurants. So oh, <laughs> everyone out there, be careful. Yeah. If you get in, if you date somebody that you work with at a restaurant, especially, it's just it's a given. You just look. It is a very incestuous industry, and that's because of what it comes with. I mean, you're you're working in a place where if you're working at a bar or something like that, like it's a constant drinking, socializing, partying environment. And the people that tend to work in those places tend to be all more fun, outgoing people in general. You mm-hmm. don't get a lot of crazy introvert, introverts working at a fucking busy-ass bar. It just wouldn't yeah. work. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't really become waiters and waitresses. Yeah. It's just like it's like the exact opposite of what they'd want to do for a living. Is like, yeah. now you have to pay me. I get paid to interact with people I don't know yeah, yeah. constantly. It's like, no. So like all those people, very social they 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 go into work at five, work until last call at two, and then like they're still wired and up because they probably woke up at fucking three p.m. from the last shift, and then they all go out after and go out to a bar after hours place or go back to somebody's apartment and drink a bunch until like four or five in the morning. It's like it's an those people become your friends because you kind of you're kind of like vampires in a way like mm-hmm. that. The industry culture exists on an entire different time uh, time zone than regular people. So like. Well, it's Those like the are, same way you can get caught up in like a social media bubble, but yes. it's just like that's your real life version mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, so it's always weird why people when people call like working in a restaurant, like being with family, and then they all just fuck each other. <laughs> or maybe we should think of a different. Yeah, think of a different thing. Yeah, Maybe like a team. Yeah. We're all on a team. When you're here, you're family. It's like, no, when you're here, you're <laughs> Bitch, this fucking each other. It's <laughs> a fucking sex dungeon, dude. So it was inevitable. And like I said, I mean, I, I, I was working shifts with people that she had hooked up with, and, and she was working shifts with people that I had hooked up with. It's just it's just the way of the world in that industry. Um, we got to jump back out. I forget where we were. Dude, I completely forgot where I was going. We oh, gotta, oh, Inception, I, we got to go. <laughs> we have to go back. Through the fucking dream space. <laughs> I'm back. I remember what I was saying. What I was saying was, when you said it's probably not healthy to work in an environment where you're constantly surrounded by those people. Yeah. You were going to say, yes, you're right. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> having been, uh, having gone through that, I agree. <laughs> have you been having gone through that? I, I have. <laughs> I have. And I agree. But I've thought about it for future relationships. And this is, this is an answer I have not come to. A lot of people say, dude, just don't talk about that stuff. You meet a girl. Don't even bring up the conversation about the past. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. don't talk about exes. Don't talk about shit. Like, don't ask your girlfriend what her number is. Don't let her ask you what your number is and shit like that. But it's like, really? I get the sense behind it. But, like, if I'm with somebody that I feel like I, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with one person, hopefully, I don't think that there should be any topics that we shouldn't be allowed to cover with each other. I don't want to have, I don't even really like that with certain friends. Like if I can't talk to you about anything, then like, what's the point? Like, and not that we have to agree on everything, but like we should, we should, if we're going to be close friends, we should be allowed to talk about anything. I think, or else it's like, why are there boundaries to our relationship? I don't know. Like, are you not fucking, 
You don't fucking like me, dude. You don't <laughs> I fucking. We were friends. <laughs> I thought we were friends, dude. You can't tell me about your fucking girlfriend, bro. You can't tell me about fucking politics. Like you should be able to talk about shit like that. Even if we wind up getting a big arm, it's fine. Like that's that's what it means to me. But like, not that I would judge a person uh, based off their past, although it's difficult not to. On uh, just being honest, I'm not going to try to pretend that it's not difficult to ignore that shit. But as you get older and mature, it does become easier because. You know, you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, dude, I'm in my late 20s. Obviously, we both have a laundry list of previous relationships that like, but also as you reach that level of maturity, I am still an advocate for having that discussion. I still am. I still am. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think I think you can have that discussion, but it shouldn't be like one of the first things you have. Certainly not. Because then it's like it fucks with like your memory bank, basically. Mm hmm. Like your first like five memories of a girl will be like, all right, she's a, you know, five, seven. I think her name's Emily. We're back. We're back. Oh, yeah. She's fucked 30 dudes. And uh, yeah. (laughs) And then you're like, all right. So now that I know these three things. Do I want to date this girl for the rest of my life? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. It's you like kind of like set yourself up for failure. You like sabotage yourself every time. And the problem is, is a lot of that conversation happens when you first meet too. Because when you first meet, you're not nearly as emotionally invested. And so you have open talks about like, yeah, this guy I used to hook up with and blah, blah, blah. And then as you get more and more like close, you kind of stop talking about that stuff. But it's like, you can't forget about that stuff we talked about. Like when we went on our first date and hooked up, and then we were laying in bed next to each other, and you told me about this guy. You say, I always do this on the first date. <laughs> when you said this that. This one guy. Whoa-wee. <laughs> Whoa-wee. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just like you can't, you can't unhear that. You know what I mean? And uh, my, my, uh, my advice to people is all, I think this is a good general rule of thumb. If you're walking through life avoiding topics and avoiding the truth, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to to just avoid that your significant other had a past before you existed. Yeah. And it can help you learn a lot about the other person about tell me about your other relationships. Why did then why didn't they work out? What were the problems? Maybe there maybe there's some things we could <laughs> Was both, it you? Was it you? <laughs> what should I look out for? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I literally like I I mean I I'm Have very you slashed tires before. <laughs> Look, this is important information. Like, <laughs> like you know, if I truly want to know anybody, whether it's a significant other or just a friend of mine, it's like, you know, that is a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. Relationships are a big part of your life, and you can tell a lot about a person about how they are in a relationship. You know, I've, I mean, I will say, like, I've hung out with dudes where they might just casually talk about cheating on their girlfriend, and that changes my opinion of them. Yeah. Drastically. And like, you know, because the way I look at it, it's like, okay, I'm not your girlfriend. So obviously this doesn't affect me. But at the same time, what that says to me is that you're capable of having the love and trust of someone and and having a verbal commitment to someone. Yeah. Are you cheating on me? (laughs) (laughs) Like friendly. Like you have it within your makeup to betray someone like that or to lie to someone like that. It says a lot. For sure. So it should never be overlooked. And so those are things that, like, yeah, I want to know. Uh, oh, you broke up with your boyfriend of four years because you cheated on him. That's valuable information. Mm-hmm. Valuable information. You know, like, 
I probably ill-advisedly always tell girls uh, when the my the topic of my previous relationship comes up, be like, yeah, I was not a good boyfriend. Just not because of any like the cool reasons, mm-hmm. like I was fucking other girls or like doing cool bad boyfriend shit. <laughs> you know, I was just the worst version of a bad boyfriend. I just, <laughs> just wasn't a good boyfriend. Like, just didn't get her anything for Valentine's Day because I forgot, or just didn't prior. Like, just that kind of bad boyfriend. Yeah, it's almost like I kind of like it would almost be better if I like got her a whole bunch of shit on Valentine's Day and just like. I mean, probably not, but you know. <laughs> Were you about to say it'd be better if I spoiled her on Valentine's Day, but still cheated? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that'd be a better boyfriend. It's a good, better bar banter. It's a lot less depressing when you're sitting at the bar with people to be like, "Yeah, dude, I was dating this girl for like four years, and then like won that out in Cabo. I just fucking got real fucked up with the boys, and accidentally wound up hooking up with this stripper." That's like good bar banter versus mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was in a relationship with this girl for four years. And then like one day I just stopped like doing the dishes and <laughs> 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 and it became a problem. And then she wouldn't let me drink Gatorade unless we were hung over. And it was just, I couldn't get behind that. <laughs> like, it was just like, what the I just started sneaking off to my car every night to drink Gatorade. <laughs> like she accused me of jerking off when she wasn't in the room and throwing it on the wall. And I got mad because I told her it was coffee and she didn't believe me. And then like, they have your look right now. It's like, what? Trust me, this all happened. Trust me. I mean, these aren't good <laughs> reasons, especially on a first date. Oh, no. Not a first date. Be like, There's a lot of things you should know about me. <laughs> First of all, it was coffee on the fucking wall. I can verify that. Second of all... Listen, I'm going to need you to listen to all these tapes. These are all of my previous arguments with my last girlfriend. <laughs> I've recorded all of them. I've, I've, earmarked, I've earmarked a couple of the more pressing issues. The coffee cum situation. Uh, Gatorade, obviously. The the 14 uh, Gatorade incident. <laughs> the summer of 14. Dude, I am not lying. That was arguably and i mean arguably are arguably <laughs> arguably arguably the breaking point argument argument in that relationship <laughs> i fucking lost it dude and and i'll <laughs> i just remember she had been like suspecting that there was like i <laughs> you were drinking gatorade <laughs> no, dude. without being hungover <laughs> No, but that would almost be funnier. <laughs> I broke the, the straw in the camel's back, or whatever the fucking saying is. So, there were two truths. The two truths one were... lie. Two truths, and one potential lie that I'm not sure if it's the truth or not. I still, I like to side on my own side and say it was the truth, but I can't verify that. Okay. And um, the two truths were, yes... I do drink coffee in the morning in bed. Okay. <laughs> That's very tame. <laughs> I do do that. I do do that. <laughs> the second truth <laughs> is that, yes, when you go to get coffee, <laughs> I do jerk off <laughs> in bed <laughs> and, <laughs> and try to make sure that I'm done by the time you get back from getting coffee. Yeah. That's two truths. Two truths and one crack. <laughs> <laughs> the potential truth 
and or lie. Okay. Is that what is all over the wall <laughs> is definitely coffee. Okay. It's definitely coffee. Yeah. And then her brother came in one night, not even knowing about the argument that we were in, mm-hmm. with a black light. Because he had just gotten a black light. Yeah. Conveniently. Perfect. And dude, the, the wall next to my bed looked like a fucking murder scene. <laughs> I mean, when I, it looked like I, when my. Yes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> The entire room. (laughs) And it was just specifically the wall next to my bed. And um, how are you blasting that far? Dude, I don't think I was, dude. I don't think I was because I... I, I think <laughs> it was the coffee. <laughs> it was the coffee. It was the coffee. First of all, I Googled this. Uh, coffee does show up in black lights. Okay. It does, I think. I really hope. <laughs> but were you shooting a load of coffee on the wall? <laughs> no, but like, time. you know, you're drinking and like, she some, left. I remember I did spill coffee. Like, I had it like on the bed like an idiot. And then I like went to the other room and came back and sat on the bed and just fucking flew off. Oh. And I think that's what it was. Okay. Dude, there's no fucking way that I did that. Yeah. But then again, I did jerk off so much in that bed <laughs> that i can't be sure you know what i mean like i can't be sure but how the how the spot that you said was coffee was that the same spot the wall was just i mean <laughs> or was the wall by your bed a different situation than the original coffee come wall debate it was it, it was serendipitously in the same week So it was like... But not on the same part of the wall. It was on the same part of the wall, which is why we can't verify. Okay. It was the same wall next to my bed. Okay. The only wall in the room that was conspicuously covered in the substance in question. Yes. (laughs) And I... Let me just say this real quick. The amount that I assume we both beat off... Mm -hmm. You're not shooting four feet to the wall. I doubt to it. To splatter well. it up that bad. Yes, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. So I assume you're pr- you're not standing next to the wall either. You're mm-hmm. probably in bed. Maybe don't check the bed with the black light. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please, especially my side. <laughs> Please do not check my side. Because <laughs> that I can verify would be that probably, probably <laughs> definitely not coffee. You'd definitely. see the stain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I use starch. That's why it's so stiff. Yeah. <laughs> like very stiff sheets on my side. And this this to a lot of people, including myself, looking back, seems like a ridiculous argument because obviously it was coffee. Yeah. But she was utterly convinced it wasn't. Mm. Utterly convinced it wasn't. And now when is I, this like back to the situation when like guys versus girls, like with exes? Was she like, did she think that the wall, like, do you think that she thought you liked the wall? And it wasn't just like a one-time thing? (laughs) because clearly I was doing this every morning. Clearly Clearly, there was... The wall showed it wasn't a one-time thing. (laughs) The wall blew up my spot. You had a relationship with that wall. I walked in the wall. I was like, look, when you see me in here with her, you don't fucking know me, okay? You don't fucking know me. All right? Don't fucking look at me with your fucking beautiful white coat. Your fucking smooth edges. (laughs) This lovely wall that I'm cheating on my girlfriend with. This beautiful wall. 
<laughs> and then uh, if we're running with that story, then this next part makes a lot more sense because I am not proud of this. Okay. And it was the one time in my life when I I had my phone and keys in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And I was so angry that I took my jacket off and fucking just swung it against the wall. Whoa. And it put like a dent in the wall. Ooh. Broke my phone. Shit. Bent my keys. Damn. Ripped my jacket. Oof. And assuming that the wall was my girlfriend. Damn, dude. (laughs) And technically... I'm going to have to call the police. <laughs> you might have to. You might have to. So that's why I was a little uncomfortable with that storyline. Because I did abuse that wall. Damn. And again, I'm not, look, proud of that. And it was the one time in my life when I was that fucking mad. But I was that mad that this very obvious situation was, I was being accused of that. And I just yeah. was driven off. I was driven up a wall, dude. I was driven up a fucking wall. Yeah. And it cost me a lot of money. I had to get new keys. Damn. I had to go to Home Depot and explain to them. I'm sitting there in the Home Depot. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, it was fucking coffee. Plaster and toilet paper. (laughs) They're like, are you sure coffee shines in a black light? Dude, I'm not really buying this. They're like, just make the fucking key, dude. Just make the fucking key. Going to AT&T store. They're like, how did this happen? I'm like, okay. So anyway, my girlfriend has this brother. He got a black light, right? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, dude, just fucking take it. Just, t- I think you're ready for an upgrade. You're clearly ready for an upgrade. I never met somebody more eligible for a fucking upgrade than you. And a new cup of coffee. <laughs> so as you can see now, Eric hinted at it earlier. Don't take dating advice from... From, I think what you really mean is don't take dating advice from me because I think you have no. been successful. I uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's people with like more dating experience than us, probably. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Not. I don't, I wonder how many people there are that with that exact experience though. Mm. The experience probably I a couple listening. thousand. I bet probably a couple thousand. We're talking like all across America or mm-hmm. the world. Probably a couple thousand. Yeah. But it all, you know, it all stemmed from just a deeper thing. You know, all those things. Yeah, like, it wasn't always, it wasn't about the coffee. It wasn't about the coffee, and it wasn't about the wall. It was about the wall after you dented it, but... Yeah, then it became about the wall. <laughs> it became about the I wall. I made it about the wall because I would have preferred it be about the wall. I made it about the wall because I wanted to destroy the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> But that's always, I mean, that's always, that's, that's, that's a truth about dating is that you get in these stupid fights and they always stem from something bigger. Like nobody, nobody actually gets in a fight about drinking Gatorade when you're hungover. Yeah. That isn't very, uh, there is no one else on the planet I would get in that argument with other than someone I'm dating. (laughs) The only person on the planet that I could legitimately be driven to the the peak of my my anger over a fucking little mini orange Gatorade bottles. <laughs> it's my girlfriend. <laughs> That's still. <laughs> I've never heard a sentence like that before, dude. We you... got an argument because she didn't want me to drink Gatorade unless I'm sung over. <laughs> <laughs> 
a Gatorade stickler. <laughs> I did. I and I used to like, no orange slices until after the soccer match. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, dude. Literally. Literally, dude. Oh, oh man. Fuck. And and the only way I ever knew how to like fight back against that was being like <laughs> take it out on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> take it out on the wall. I would do like sarcastic shit. So then when mm. she went off to work, I like sat down at the dining room table and I drafted up this big piece of paper called Gatorade Rules, which you might remember that was on my fridge when I lived I with her. So, yeah. Gatorade rules and I listed out all the fucking times when it was acceptable <laughs> to drink a Gatorade. <laughs> and and <laughs> she came back. But it was funny because everybody in the house laughed. And by that, I mean her and her sister. So we're like, okay, yeah. this is funny. It's a good way of ending it. We got an argument about um, that I was taking too long in the bathroom sometimes. We only had one. So I called up our landlord, or I, I typed out an email to our landlord asking if it would be possible to build a new bathroom in the apartment, mm-hmm. and then gave them her email address. So they would email her. Yeah. And then they emailed her, like, um, we could maybe move you into another apartment, but I don't know if it would be possible to build a new, a new bathroom. bathroom in your current two-bedroom, one-bathroom <laughs> apartment. And I was like, being really, I was like, I don't know how that would affect rent. I'm sure it would probably raise rent a little. And they took, they took it very seriously, dude. And I told him my name was Tim Spileski. Ooh. My name's Tony. Tony. <laughs> Oh man, but that was the only way I knew how to fucking deal with that shit. To just try to make it a joke, and then that was all I could. I mean, there was nothing beyond that that I could do. I yeah. Like if I can't make this a joke, then I, I gotta hit a wall. Yeah. I think the best advice we could give our listeners is don't let your girlfriend's brother bring over a blacklight mm. ever. And that's pretty universal. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think that's happened to millions of people. Probably, and also. Like, if you're a girlfriend's brother, and this isn't even dating advice, if your sister is dating and you happen to be her brother, maybe don't go into the room with a blacklight. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty straightforward. That shouldn't have to be elaborated upon, you know? Because who knows what you're going to find, but you're not going to like it. Oh, yeah. Whatever you find. No bueno. Especially if you're in the room while she's in the room, too, and you accidentally shine the light on her and she's fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to see that, dude. (laughs) Nobody wants to see that. Jeez. Yeah, dude. Just black lights in general. Just a bad, bad move. Bad investment. I'd be mortified if these lights that we got were black lights. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to think about the studio with a black light, Or orange. Oh, my God. (laughs) And not incriminating. We don't know what happened with this couch for like five years before we had it. Yeah. And I only half know what's happened to the couch the five years after we had it. Exactly. (laughs) I can only account for like a certain percentage of it. Yeah. You know what you did to it. Yeah. And that's already no good. (laughs) I can't account for what Scott has done to it. Can't account for anything beyond that. Any of our guests sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. I I would sooner burn that thing than put a black light on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably sooner burn this whole studio than put a black light on it, especially after that experience. (laughs) Um, Here's another thing. Going back to our theme, guys and girls. What's the problem with two-in-one shampoo and conditioner? What is with that? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like it's like the basic version 
of like hair care and i bet it's like not like it's probably not as effective as like doing shampooing then conditioning or whatever but at the end of the day it's quick i feel like boys take quick showers yeah we're practical we're pra- pragmatic yeah I have in. No, we're not scrounging around in there. Scrounging bottles. Around. We you need got, one bottle. Yeah. If you gotta have one of those things that hangs off your shower head with like a billion things, it's like, <laughs> that's cool. Bless you. Thank you. I hope one day I have that. But I can tell you caddy. what. Yeah, I can tell you what. I'll have that when I'm married. Because I hope. I don't want, and I wonder if this goes both ways. I don't want to marry a woman, who I walk into her bathroom. And she has one gigantic bottle of Irish Spring with the pump on top, <laughs> Old Spice two in one, and like a dirty razor in that's the your shower. Soulmate though, dude. No, that's me, bro. <laughs> that's fucking me. I don't want to marry me. But on the same, t- because that would be, sorry to reinforce gender roles, but that would be, to me, kind of unfeminine to hmm. just have like. A big industrial size bottle of body wash and then like fucking two in one shampoo and a dirty razor. Like that's just kind of like. But what if it was like not Irish Spring and it was like Garnier Fructis, but it was like still big industrial size? <laughs> I want my wife to have at least three different types of everything. No, three... why? No, why? I bet. Why? You want to you want to dabble in this? Of course, bottles. I want to dabble in it, dude. Yeah. Of course, I want to dabble. They smell good. Yeah, the you shampoos wanna... and stuff. They smell great. Look, there's a lot of things that I want to dabble in when I'm married. That I w- I want to dabble in a clean house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to dabble in having laundry when I need it. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to dabble in the fact that I'm currently not wearing underwear, and not for any sexy reasons. <laughs> Just because I ran out. <laughs> ran out. <laughs> My freezer's full of jeans. It's <laughs> the only way I know how to clean them. <laughs> you know, I'd like to dab on those things. But overall, it's like, I wonder, this goes, again, going back to our guy and girl thing, does a girl want to walk into a guy's bathroom who has four different body washes, six different scented lotions, a fucking nair thing, a fucking hairnet, and all these extra things. Does a girl want to walk into a guy's bathroom, or does that not strike them as kind of like, what What are you doing, dude? Yeah, these like trophies from every girl that's come over here. Pretty much. What's going on? That's what I'm imagining. Actually, did you watch a Patrice O'Neill documentary yet? Yeah, I did. It was great. I thought the best... Uh, it was funny to watch that thing and be like, oh, man, I forgot how many... like jokes people just steal from patrice O'Neal. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> he really was like i mean i didn't even know it at the time because i just you know i was i didn't even know that i was a comedy fan when i was a kid other than that just i just would always watch it friday mm-hmm. night stand up on comedy center i loved that shit i used to love stand-up comedy when i was a little kid i remember watching kevin hart before he's like popular and greg giraldo and all those guys and patrice o'neill yeah. was one of those guys and like he really was one of the greats, but he had this bit um, where he was talking about he had a pair of uh, he, he he was dating this woman. You remember this? He was dating this woman long term, and she had a kid, and uh, who he I guess considered his stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. And then she got all pissed off at him because she needed like rain boots or something. And he opened up his closet. He was like, "Oh, this girl I used to see, she left her boots here. She never got them. So like, you can wear these boots." And she got all pissy, like, oh, you're just keeping them boots around, like, from this girl. And he's like, 
you have a fucking kid. <laughs> like, you're mad at me because I have boots from a previous relationship. I'm raising your daughter. <laughs> I was like, that is, I mean, like, it's so, like. It's just a slam dunk. It's one of those jokes that, like, it's so in your face, like, obvious. But I feel like there's only a, a couple comedians that would have come up with that. Like, yeah. to think, to work it out that way. And the coolest thing about him was that, he would just say stuff that like, it's almost like, I guess there was a thing where you couldn't just talk when he was like, yeah, I walk in a room and I'm talking to my stepdaughter. And I'm just saying, okay, other guy who fucked your mother. Like, <laughs> it's like, that, but that like, okay, but he's being honest. And like, yeah. of course you're gonna think about that, dude. So he's definitely, he's definitely the boy, but yeah, he's top overall. I actually am interested. I might drop that as a next, one of our next polls in terms of, you know, would you prefer the guy you're dating to just have like the typical guy set up in the shower versus like a really pretty boy type of setup. Mm. Because I feel like as a guy, when I go into a guy's bathroom and I see all that shit, I'm like, dope. That's dope. This guy's put together. You can tell a lot about a person by the bathroom. Yeah, for sure. You can tell a lot. Uh, yeah. I feel like, but also for a dude, it's like if you just have more than like three bottles or like if you have like one thing of moisturizer, you're like, oh my god, dude! What are you a fucking model? Well, <laughs> what's yeah, going on yeah. here? <laughs> if you have more than one bottle of moisturizer, then I assume that they're not both for jerking off, which yeah. is a problem. Because <laughs> 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 why'd you get face moisturizer too? You need. Do you just use that for the tip, or what's going on? <laughs> Actually, that's the one. Let me backtrack on on our our theories that we built so far. Um, if you're gonna have one bottle of lotion, you should have two as a guy. Because yeah. if you only have one, then there's a that's 100%. I'm going to assume that's just for jerking off. Yeah, true. If you have two, then I'm like, okay, this guy d is into lotion. He probably still jerks off with one of them. Yeah, one of them is definitely for jerking off. But yeah, you never want to like, I don't know. I never ask for lotion, but like mm -hmm. I would hate to like be at a dude's house and like need lotion. And then it's there's just one giant like industrial bottle like squirt bottle next to their laptop yeah, and a yeah, Kleenex yeah. box. And you're like, I'm not putting that on my face. It's kind of like, I don't even care if it's safe in the bottle. Yeah. I don't yeah, want it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he just jerks off and digs and back. Just throws it back in. <laughs> Recycling <laughs> lotion. <laughs> Wipes it off. Squeegees it off. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, if you go on, that's a, why I'm, I'm probably very controversial with this, but I'm not really a lotion jerker. It's. I feel like it's too like messy. I feel like I need to take a shower after I do it. So I just don't. I don't use lotion. I'm with you on that. And and I I I would say if we would have had this conversation two months ago, I would have been 100 percent on board with you. Really. But within the past two months, I've switched over to lotion. Yes. Oh. And um, the reason is is because I've noticed an ashy dick. <laughs> not an ashy dick, but. Well, there's two things. The first thing is they do say that like continuously doing that without lubrication will bring down your sensitivity. Hmm. But I actually recommend that in your younger years. I think that there is a healthy amount of sensory uh, watering down if you want to be good at sex. Because I know, I've noticed that I'm less sensitive now than I used to be when I was younger in sex. And I attribute a lot of that to jerking off without lotion. Yeah. But now that allows me to perform better in sex, right? Because I'm not 
going in and immediately being like, oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's like sex is just five straight minutes of me like going for 15 seconds and then stopping. <laughs> it's like trying to power through, but you're like, oh, my dick is too tingly. <laughs> you're like right trying now. to. And apparently girls say that's a compliment. Um, it's a compliment if it happens once in a while. You can't always be the quick quick guy. You mm. know what I mean? Like it's a compliment every once in a while to be like, oh, you know, as soon as he put it in, he was like done. You know, but like yeah. obviously you're not gonna want that every time because then you're never gonna fucking enjoy it. You know what I mean? So I would say young kids, not that this is the advice that I should be giving to any young children, <laughs> but <laughs> like I said before, don't listen to her advice. <laughs> but and also don't give don't state out by saying telling this to young children about their genitals. Say it let's say uh 18 fresh 18 year olds barely legals barely legals <laughs> barely legal boys <laughs> all barely legal boys listen to this podcast um put that shit in a vice grip dude yeah what sand like like sand, sand your dick down. Sand, it down sand your nerves down get, get rid of the sensitivity it will pay get off dividends. scarring it, on your penis a little bit <laughs> a little bit it should it should you should notice a difference and when if you if you do that as much as most guys do consistently um by the time you get to your mid to late 20s you will be ready to start using lotion you mm. will be ready um and uh you know, like I said, 18 plus, definitely take that advice. 18 and under, you know what to do. <laughs> 18 and under? Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Um, but the reason I stopped was because I noticed that, like, it just... You're curving? Just the ever so slightest. Just not even noticeable, but just I noticed it, like, just like that. Just that much. <laughs> like, two degrees. Two Why don't degrees. You switch hands. Cause, dude, I don't have time to relearn how to jerk off. <laughs> You're not an ambidextrous. <laughs> I am good at a lot of different things with different hand with a lot of different hands. No, it's interesting. But not actually. I'm main. I'm main with my left to jerk, but main with my right to do everything. My brother does that too. Yeah, he he swears by doing it with his left hand. I uh, think I literally did it when I was like into like fitness for like six months. Mm -hmm. where i was like man my right arm is so much bigger than my left arm and i was like let me just try jerking off with my left arm from now on and then it stuck and it stuck and then it never like let me get let me clear this up <laughs> jerking off does not make your arms bigger because you can look at my left arm it's still not as big as my right <laughs> arm damn dude <laughs> damn like i think just because my right arm is my dominant one and i just do shit with it more than my left arm mm-hmm Unless I'm just jerking off all day with yeah. my left arm, it's yeah. never going to catch up. Well, you probably have like bulk, like strength muscles in your right, but endurance in your left. Because there's very few things in life that you're going to do that I do, much. I that do long. low weight, high rep yeah. on my left, yeah. and then I do high weight, low rep on yeah. my right. You have a lot of slow tit, slow twitch muscle fibers in your left hand, exactly, and a lot of fast twitch in your right. That's good. That's good. Evens it out, you know? It's good. Like, your left side is, like, the artsy side. It's also better at sex. <laughs> My left side. <laughs> right side. I try to be ambidextrous with those things. I've tried it. Everybody's tried it, you know? Especially when you, you got to spice up your personal sex life with yourself. <laughs> when you're in high school, still not getting pussy. Yeah. 
You like, spice maybe it this up. is what it feels like. <laughs> maybe pussy feels like my left hand. <laughs> yeah. All this time, I thought pussy felt like my right hand. Turns out it feels like my left hand. <laughs> you have sex with a girl for the first time. I'm like, damn, are you left-handed? <laughs> wow. Damn, uh, girl's hands are so soft. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I would say, I would say, yeah, continue on without the lubrication until you notice a problem. Mm. And then move to lubrication because that's when you're ready. When your dick curves one degree, you're ready. I just, and now I let refuse. me tell you this: I've been curved, baby. Nice. <laughs> curved. There's no going back. Maybe if I start lubing now, it'll return to normal. But no, it's crazy. May I think I'm even meant to bring up also using my left hand because I was like, uh, you know, maybe I think. I think the working out and noticing the beginning of the curve started at the same time, and I switched hands because I thought that's what was doing it, and it didn't do anything. Really? Yeah, nothing happened. Did you stick with it long enough? Because I feel like, like I've, let me tell you this. <laughs> Ever since 2011 or 12, I've been a left hand jerker. Now, now it's like out of the blue where I'm like. Let me do the right real quick. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. done this in a while. But here's the thing: you've been doing it left-handed for nine years at this point, True. which means in order to bring your dick back to back to square one, to OG curve. Yeah, you gotta. I you gotta, gotta switch back to the right. Yeah, you gotta put like you gotta put in as much time, and that's that's. Really, I gotta start beating off my right hand and doing everything with my left hand. Yeah, you gotta really reimagine your entire life. A little bit. Switch it up a little bit. Because I had the same thought. I was like, well, it's curving one degree this way. Maybe if I just put in, let's see, I started jerking off when I was 12. 16 years of jerking off the other way. By <laughs> time I'm Google Calendar <laughs> alert for 2069. Yeah, by the time I'm 44 years old, I should be straight again. Hopefully. <laughs> and then I can finally just go back, go to loop. <laughs> you start just like... Putting your dick in between a book and like putting heavy <laughs> shit on it while you sleep to try to straighten it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, you just got to cut your losses, dude. The curve is the curve, dude. We're trying to flatten the curve and it's just not going to happen, bro. Just live with the curve, dude. Yeah, dude. Flat you know? earthers, I, you know, just look at your own down, yeah. dongler down there, dude. I'm not even a flat dick, dude. <laughs> I don't I believe flat I dick. I wish I was a flat dick. <laughs> 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 just debunking some flat earther like, I don't see the curve. Like, yeah, check this out. Get a load of this. How do you explain that? Oh, you can't see the horizon for here? What about this guy? <laughs> you see this curve? Man, man. Got ashy ass dick. You use lotion. <laughs> wow, dude. I feel like... I really feel like this has been a gold mine of advice for people. I really do. You know, take some, leave some. Of all podcasts that I hope my children listen to, I hope it's this one. <laughs> When you're half wall, half Celeski spawn. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> my my fucking little sidewalk child. <laughs> oh man. I'm gonna take a piss real quick if you want to vamp about our uh, sponsors this evening. Yeah, so uh tonight the cast is brought to you by Gatorade Zero and Monster. Zero. 
Ultra. And when those two come together, we're talking about Monster Aid, baby. Monster Aid, the official drink of LFTS, the official drink of uh, the United States government, the official drink of uh, Siberian tigers right before they killed Sigmund and Roy. Uh, it's just a great, great drink, great people behind it. Zero sugar, 100% energy. That's what we're talking about here. Hey, and and in this podcast zone, you can drink Gatorade whenever you want. Doesn't you don't even have to be hungover to have this Monster Aid coming soon to a store near you. Perfect time. Do you need to take a piss, dude? I do. <laughs> Knock it out. I'm assuming you dropped the Monster Aid plug. I did, but bring bring the uh, the alt. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um. Guys, this podcast is also brought to you by um, Jewel. Uh, this one has a broken pod. I would prefer that the podcast was not brought to you by a broken Jewel pod because that is something else. Because you get that all over your mouth and it's just no good. And I know in previous podcasts I have a- advocated for sticking to smoking, but um, the person I was hanging out with over the weekend like to vape when we were going out and stuff and so we picked up some pods and uh now i just have some pods at my house with the jewel that i found in my house so i put it on the charger i'm finishing up the pack and so this week i've been hitting the jewel and uh i gotta say every time i do i always i always notice it and it's definitely not uh definitely not the way to go but it is the way to go right now um Probably not. Uh, let's see. While Eric's taking his piss. If you can't tell, we have the lights set up. We're looking fucking warm. We're looking coming at you a little more contrast, a little more saturation. And uh, thank God you're back. <laughs> thank goodness you have returned. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, uh... I talked to Mahedi over the weekend. He he called he texted me and he was like, Yo, did you get an invitation to this like party? And he so I'm not gonna say their name, mm-hmm. but um it's a girl that used to date. Do you remember were you there with us? It was like years ago where a friend of ours who was like foreign kid, not not Mihai. Okay. But like he was like he was like Ukrainian or something, mm-hmm. and he was always like raging and doing shit like that. Yeah, and he was originally Mihai. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Were you there the night when we went to that weird warehouse party in Cockeysville? I don't think so. And we found him like passed out, throwing up on himself. That might have been yeah. me, Scott and Mahetti. Yeah, I think that was you guys. Yeah. So, um, there was this really sketchy like warehouse party in Cockeysville, and we were like 21, 22, something like that. I remember it was. I think me, Scott Mahetti, and then like this girl Ashley Down, who you who we used to hang out with, who not to be confused with Ashley Mears. We hung out with two Ashleys throughout the course of college. And one of them is throwing a party. <laughs> Figure it out, cops. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> but um, it was neither of those girls. I remember the, the Ashley Down was um she like every. I it was just it was a funny situation. We we were invited to a party and. Uh, 
she accidentally she sent like we were talking about it in like the school like the Towson University cafeteria. We were sitting at a table and they were like, Yeah, like you can come through and we bring up a friend. And then like she meant to go send a text to like a friend of hers to be like, Yo, come to this party. But then she accidentally sent it to the person that had just told her not to invite other people. <laughs> and so I remember that being like one of the most awkward things ever, just sitting at that table while the girl read the text and just we were all just sitting there just like Oh God, this is awkward. <laughs> now we can't go to the party. <laughs> but I, I, like I, the reason I say her name in this story is because I am completely on her side in that. Because oh, obviously, yeah. you get invited to a college party. You're inviting everyone you know. You're inviting everybody. You're you know. the cool person. Yeah, now. like, hey, dude, I got something for us. You know how we can't ever do anything ever? Now we got something to do. Now we can go chill in the fucking basement of some shitty apartment complex in a <laughs> yeah. laundry room and fucking dance to a strobe light because I think that's what it was. And oh then, wait. I think was you, I there? you. I think you were there for that. That was. I was there for that one. Yeah, that was a different situation. Wasn't was, uh, like randomly like Ethan Allen was there or something yes, weird. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. memory. I was there. Good memory. Um. Yeah, yeah. It was just like randomly people were there that we knew, mm-hmm. even though it was like a party where like we're we're not invited to it. We're going still for some reason. Yeah. And then we <laughs> like, then we hooked up with the ultimate party boy Ethan Allen. And we were in. <laughs> We were like, Ethan! <laughs> he was like, yo! I was like, dude, we're so in now, dude. We're so in. We really, we, <laughs> we really did have a very, I, I do love that movie super bad because it does, you know, remind me. Oh, yeah, that was me. every oh, party we went yeah, to. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of just the stuff we used to do. All um, those, like, Hopkins parties we would go to. Yeah, just trying to get into stuff. Like, and, oh, my God. This is cool. It was cool. I look back, those things were cool, but, yeah. like, cool if you're part of it. Yeah, you know, like, like cool if you were meant to be there, and then like anyone from outside of our circle interacted with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, we would just kind of go to like these parties and be like, "Yeah, we fucking made it," <laughs> but let's also still find our own place and let's all just hang out with each other. <laughs> See if they have any talk candy on the table. Or... <laughs> and just eat that shit, chips, yeah. whatever. Maybe not even drink the beer. Just load up on beers to take out of the party. <laughs> take them somewhere else and drink. <laughs> JT's basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah dude we i i wouldn't trade it for the world but uh (laughs) but um so anyway this has nothing to do with ashley we're talking about but uh it just she happened to be there that night when we found our originally mihai passed out in like the timonium fairgrounds it seemed like in around that area my god and he was just on a fence like thrown up on himself and apparently had done like a bunch of nitrous and like just drank and we Oof. had to take him to the hospital. So yeah. me, Scott Mahetti took him to the hospital, but not before taking a whole bunch of selfies with him while he's like passed out and shit, which is like typical 21-year-old us thing to do. Yeah. So like we're like and then he had this friend who went to our high school and I think he dropped out because his parents like died. died. <laughs> yeah. And then like so he was like, That's okay. like such a fucked up thing yeah, he was to like, like oh. laugh about. But like I just <laughs> looks such a weird way to like bring it up i'll just say that (laughs) normally i wouldn't make fun of that but this particular person if you knew him you'd understand why we're laughing and why it feels perfectly okay (laughs) to discuss the fact that his parents died and left him like a million dollars of inheritance and then for like two years he and this kid that we took to the hospital would just like take these ridiculous vacations and like fly helicopters around mongolia and shit like that and then just like i think they just blew all the money i don't fucking know what happened maybe there's st- maybe he's still rich i don't fucking know yeah i remember they got like an apartment 
like by my credit union. Yeah. Like when they built that like high rise apartment in yeah, Towson. Right in Towson. And I just remember like the first thing I noticed when we walked in was they had like hookah. <laughs> they had yeah. like a hookah going. And yeah. I was like, oh man, he's blowing all of his money. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a hookah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember that party too. That was uh but um so the guy that we brought to the hospital, his girlfriend at the time, um invited well just recently she's not their girlfriend he's not they're not dating anymore this is like six years ago Mm -hmm. but just recently Mahedi hits me up and he's like yo did you get an invitation to this party and i was like what and he sends me a screenshot and she had like dm'd him this thing about like hey uh we're having this big house party blah 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 uh it, cover will be enforced after a certain time if we oh, reach like, a certain amount of people there's gonna be a dj there's gonna be like live music and like it was just this like weird thing just out of the blue like he hadn't talked to her in like five years and then he just gets this message from saying like there's this wild party and like yeah i mean that sounds like one of those like in like a college movie when they need to like make money oh to, yeah. like pay for their frat or or whatever where it's like all right let's throw a party and make a five dollar cover dude literally it it seemed like i was like dude part of me thinks this is like a setup because like they she works with the cops like she put the address in and we i google maps the address and like looked at the neighborhood and it's like a, it's like kind of in like west-ish baltimore like druid hill area kind mm. of um and like it looked like a nice neighborhood it was like a, a, a single home like not a town home looked like the neighborhood was nice like nice cars in the street when i looked at google maps and shit like that and like i don't know how many people they were planning on having to have a dj and a band yeah what the fuck usually you just go with one of those if not none um but uh we were discussing it and like for a brief moment i was thinking like i guess like what if this is one of those situations where it's like this like project x type of situation where like we always say, you know, after, because I feel like the one thing I do miss about our pre-bars years was house parties. Like, there was something nice about a house party. Like, the alcohol is pretty much free. You bring your shit, you just drink out of the bottle, and, like, they'll have beers in the fridge. But, like, you know, you bring your own beers with your friends, and you hanging out in the back, people playing beer pong, sitting yeah. in another room watching fucking some videos on TV, talking to people. And it's like, you kind of find your zone and chill and, like, well, it's basically just like, it's almost like having like a private bar for the night and yeah. it's like, you know, everyone you know. Yeah. Unless you're sneaking into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I miss house parties. Like, and part of me was thinking like, what if this is like one of those great Gatsby things? Like, where there's this fucking dude that lives in Druid Hill who just wants to throw a fucking awesome party and like, yeah. we got invited. Well, I also now understand like, why my parents like doing like the Christmas party every year. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like I feel like holiday parties are like grown ups versions of house parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you get older, you need an occasion. Yeah, you, you need know? a reason. You can't just be like, "Dude, my fucking parents are gone." <laughs> like, yeah, no, she's lived in a retirement home for a while. <laughs> Jonathan, you are a parent. Yeah, you are a parent. <laughs> Do you mean your kids are gone? <laughs> my kids are gone. What happened to little Henry? Where'd he go? <laughs> little Henry. He's definitely not coming to the party. Little Henry. Um, but so there was a weird part of me that was almost like, dude, let's just fucking go, you know, but then too much set in too much reality setting. Were you there? Um, 
this is like an aside, sorry, but it happened with Mahedi. I think it was just me and Mahedi. But like we were walking back to our car in the CVP garage, like after bars closed. Mm-hmm. And there's just like a group in front of us yelling a house address to like another group. Be like, party at da 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 da. And then we just started jumping in, like, yo, party at da 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 da. And they're like, hell yeah, you guys coming? We're like, hell yeah. <laughs> and we got in the car and we're like, are we really going? And I like put the GPS in. It was over by like Sean Malstrom's house, like over in like Overly. And yeah, shit. So yeah, like, yeah. We drove out there. Oh, no. Wow. And then we like sat in the car and we looked at the house and we're like, no one's here. Like, did we beat them? Or like, <laughs> honestly, no lights are on. We like hung out there for like fucking probably like 10, 15 minutes. And we're like, I guess, let's just go, I guess. Oh my God. At least we tried. <laughs> I can't even imagine, like, literally the stuff, like that kind of stuff, like just going into a random person's house, how normal that seemed at a certain age. Just to like pull up to a house you didn't know who owned it and just go in and just fucking drink shit that you saw. Yeah. And, like, try to see if you can, like, make friends with somebody before people start to be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, what do you mean, who am I? Me and yeah. this guy have been talking for, like, five all minutes. All of We're those, cool. like, uh, like, that Halloween film party we went to and we all pretended to be in the frat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's another, that's another good piece of advice for anybody listening. Uh if you're just fake it just fake it, fake it you, no one's gonna do research when they're drunk yeah if you're a college kid or just as long as you don't use it for like bad intentions yeah if you just want to have a fun night of drinking at a party just fucking who cares what constitutes bad intentions though because i was gonna say if a girl walks up to you and, and goes like are you guys in the frat definitely say yes 100 percent say yes yeah i'd say yeah why not in that situation but don't do it in like oh yeah like yeah, I'm in the frat. Like, if you want to come to the next house party, you got to fuck me. Oh, like, don't no, do no, that no, shit. No, no, not that, kind of, not that, that kind shit's of gross. Um, yeah, for sure not. But, I mean, you and I learned that. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember that night, dude? Yeah, when I we got molested. Never forget that. <laughs> me and Jimmy got molested at the same time. That was... <laughs> that was one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. I was never happier to be sexually assaulted dude, in my life. We were just, like, looking at each other like, is this fucking happening? <laughs> We we go to this uh, party. It's just below the city line. Uh, anybody not from around here, Towson is like right on the border of Baltimore City. And so Towson, Baltimore County doesn't allow frat houses. They don't allow more than two unrelated people per uh, dwelling. I was about um, to say dwelling. Dwelling. That's that's the only time you'll ever use that word is if you're talking in legal landlord type shit. That's a good dictionary My dwe- name. Yeah, yeah. Game. I think I'll use that yeah, in the next yeah. game. But uh, so what we would always do is we would drive into the city, um, which sometimes would just be like ten min- five minutes down York Road to get below the city line where like that's where like the Towson University kids would kind of have like their kind of frat houses like they still weren't really frat house but just a bunch of dudes in the frat that like just use the house for partying and shit or we would go down to the hopkins parties where like they were actual frat houses and like huge and we have these big fucking parties that we try to sneak into um but this particular night we were it was this house just below the city lines was really close to where we lived at the time and uh we go down in the basement and i'm i had just gotten back from my gig so i'm in like a sweater vest, a black sweater vest with like a blue striped shirt with the collar pops. Yeah, dude, you were looking good. I was looking 
I was looking good, but like in an adult. Like I don't know how. Like <laughs> you were like little boy dressed up as an adult. Exactly. Yeah. I, it just like it didn't. It looked like you just got out of like church or some shit. Yeah. I literally looked like I just got out of my Easter service, and uh, we cruise in and we go down to the basement and we're Eric and I are just standing up against the wall. And there's like loud ass music playing. There's like a fucking light going. It's dark. Bunch of people packed, drinking and shit like that. And these two super hot girls. Yeah. I remember them being like super fucking hot. Just both walked up to us at the same time and just started making out with us against the wall. Well, they started being like, hey, can we guys or can we dance with you guys? And they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just like literally back that ass up slam us both back up into oh, the walls yeah. and then they're just like dancing on us for a while and then we're just like looking at each other like what like what's yeah. going on this is great and then we're like <laughs> i like at that point in my life i had never been like twerked on before yeah. or anything like that so i was just like what do i do do i like pretend to fuck you like what am i supposed <laughs> to do <laughs> i was like do i like just jackrabbit it or like what am i so, but i just ended up like raising my hands up or hey. something like hey dude that was <laughs> like, probably a high point of like my like life well, at that, that point just, which like, is- that also that was like a college trick i feel like that's a college trick where college tricks you into being like boy it's gonna be like this the whole time dude i thought it was <laughs> yeah. i mean literally and that that helped like that was like one of the first frat parties we went to yeah. too so whenever like, i went like, to a party what? that that didn't happen i was like what is wrong with this party i've been here for 10 minutes nobody started to fucking twerk on me nobody's making out with me they barely even let me in <laughs> that's why we quit college dude. <laughs> yeah i was like it's a fucking ripoff dude <laughs> fuck this dude fucking bait and switched me dude you honey potted me in here <laughs> two fucking hot ass sorority girls just well i didn't know that was that easy you just walk in in your fucking church uniform <laughs> and you were in some type of get up and and i get i don't know i think so, i was probably in the purple hoodie that now you have <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure you were yeah. i'm pretty sure i stole it so i could forever not wash it <laughs> just like i haven't washed my sweater vest since that day <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah it was it, i remember like at the time even it seemed like what the hell i remember looking at you and being like this is dope yeah but also what is happening <laughs> and then they both like we both like legit like locked eyes <laughs> and we're like telepathically like what but yes <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I like it. it I like it. (laughs) And so then, so they're twerking us, twerking us, and then they just turn around and start making out with us. And I remember, like, probably like a minute and a half into making out, I don't know if she asked you this question, but she asked me, "Are you in the frat?" Yeah, and I I said, "Asked that too." I said, "No." Yeah, because they both kind of (laughs) stopped. (laughs) <laughs> they left us around the same time. <laughs> and they immediately, she immediately walked away. Yeah. And that's what I'm referring to where honesty was not the best policy. That is a situation where lying, I advocated for lying there. I have never not looked back at that moment and not thought, why didn't you just say you're in the fucking frat? <laughs> I wasn't aware that that was such a big thing. I didn't realize. I, I don't know. I still, I was happy with that regardless. 
Were we both virgins? We were both virgins. We were both virgins at the time. Dude, that could have been the that night. That was amazing. Could you imagine if that was our losing virginity story? <laughs> Can you imagine how much better it would Tag be? Tag teamed out of V4L. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, are you serious? We both get on the fucking V4L group the next morning. We're like, we're out. Ask us Deuces. about it. Please ask us about Just it. Just not here. We're out. <laughs> See you in slabs, bitch. You fucking virgins. See you in slabs. <laughs> <laughs> but like, dude, how different would our lives have been, dude? I, honestly, not even joking. <laughs> drastically different. The timeline that that could have put me on, <laughs> like, here was where we went. I would have been a doctor. <laughs> I would have been in the frat. I wouldn't have dropped out of college. I was now in the frat. <laughs> they would have let me in the frat just for that night. <laughs> I I think it's like the butterfly effect. I do <laughs> see that. Um, side tangent, watching a lot of animal videos this week, I look back at like our common ancestors, right? The Gigantopithecus, this giant orangutan-esque ape that lived like 100,000 years ago in Asia during the Ice Age. Huge, like nine feet tall, 500, like a thousand pounds, like the yeah. biggest fucking ape ever. Huge tits. Huge tits. <laughs> Definitely in the frat. <laughs> and I think this thing went extinct, right? Mm -hmm. But what all the different little events that have happened over the course of hundreds of thousands, millions of years, like at some point down the line, somebody in your ancestry just barely escaped a fucking saber-toothed tiger attack. Mm -hmm. And then a million years later, you were born. What would have happened if that one tiger would have gotten that one little fucking monkey dude? And then how would that have changed the entire course of history? You know what I mean? Yeah. Such a small thing. But I do believe that, that there's weight to that because every single thing affects every single thing. Like maybe that little monkey dude went on to then like have a kid who then did this thing and maybe that saber-toothed tiger starved to death and that led to the... Ex I don't fucking know, dude. Whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. All I'm saying is if we would have... May had sex with those girls that night. That's all I'm saying. If we would have, our podcast would be huge right now. I don't think we'd be here right now. <laughs> I don't think we'd be here right now. Maybe. I don't know. I still, I don't know. I think we'd at least be switching sides. <laughs> I think I, I think you'd be over here and I'd be over there. Yeah, dude. Something, something would have to be different. I think our dicks would be curved the other way or something. 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 I think a couple different colors on the wall, maybe. Maybe different posters. Yeah, just like know? bikini posters. Because you got to think about it, dude. That was like probably two years before we actually did wind up losing our virginity. Yeah, probably. And... So much occurred over that course of two years where I like continued to be a virgin and that continued to develop our outlook on life, our <laughs> sense of humor, our <laughs> jokes. So many things would be different. I do believe this from that one little event. That's true, I guess. We probably would. But also, there are a lot of good jokes that came out of it. Uh, like I said earlier, I wouldn't trade the path I've taken thus far for anything. But it is fun to think about what if we did bang those chicks what if we did just say we're in the frat i don't understand and this is this is something that you will manifest all through life and you will see notice these traits in certain like again what are women attracted to when you're in high school you have a car girls are going to hang out with you 
Because you're cool. You can drive around. They can fucking sit there with their fucking toes out the window where the fuck girls do, put their head out the moonroof, fucking do cool shit, take a drive around Lock Raven instead of fucking picking them up on a bicycle. It's like walking to their house and taking a bus or getting them <laughs> to drive. It's like, come on, come on, not cool. When you're in college, sports team or frat, the girls at that age, not all of them, but the girls that are in that mindset of status chasers are looking for guys that have that status. And for whatever reason, when you're 20 years old, being in a frat is like fucking being the CEO of a business. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But for whatever reason, and I, I do kind of know what it is because when you're at that age, you want to have fun. You want to mm-hmm. do cool shit. You want to go to fun parties. And when you're in a frat or in a sports team, you're always having fun and doing cool shit and having parties. Yeah. What girls were going to fucking spend their Friday night coming to my fucking basement and hanging out with us watching TV <laughs> when they could go to Hopkins, be let in for free, and drink for free all night? What girls would do that? What were we thinking? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why did we even think? Why did we even think that that was a possibility? But I mean, I feel like, you know, I feel like those girls aren't like fun to hang out with. No, of course not, dude. They're not fun to hang out with. Yeah. But, but you're trying to fuck them. I I'm get trying, it. On that night, I'm just saying that, like, if they're the kind of person who's that shallow that they would, that they would, I still to this day, I don't know <laughs> if that was some type of like sorority hazing thing. I think about it more and more. I don't think more. it was a haze. I feel like it was like an initiation thing. I feel like well, they yeah. probably got like a checklist to be like, you got to fucking dance with five dudes or whatever. Well, I mean, I guess I would consider that hazing. Wouldn't you consider a, a, yeah, a, that's true. a requirement that you have to make out with two dudes at a party like kind of hazing? That might have been a bonus. We don't know. <laughs> like, that's what I like to think. I like to think that all they had to do was dance on us. And yeah. they were like, wow, these guys are like, Eric is so good at dancing. <laughs> <laughs> he's just really fucking going at it. <laughs> I love how he doesn't know what he's supposed to I love how both these guys have no idea what's going on and don't know how to react. And now I want to make out. But it was the so. The only other experience like that that I think I've ever had is like the first time I went to Scores. I was just like, what the fuck do I even do here? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't understand any of the protocol. (laughs) How am I supposed to give you this money? Uh, You're dancing on the table. Are we supposed to talk to you? (laughs) We're going to talk about your tattoos for a little bit, I guess. (laughs) Now that we can. I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I never understood the protocol at those places. But at least at those places, it made sense because you knew what their motive was. They're there to make money. I am so confounded by that night because to this day i can't put a finger on what happened like why what why would drive us? why like why that doesn't me? that doesn't happen like that doesn't happen like you don't go to a party and two hot chicks just walk up to you and your friend in synchronicity and start dancing and making out with you and then yeah. immediately walk away it doesn't happen. That's not normal. That's not normal. No, so it's not. So what was that? That had to be some type of sorority initiation thing. But maybe, but maybe, yeah, the real initiation was that you have to fuck a dude in the frat. Mm, that could be true. In which case. They might have just been scoping us out. They just saw two dudes who were like together talking in the corner. Tall. 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 Tall, dark, and handsome. Tall, dark, and dressed up in a sweater vest and a purple hoodie. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man, these guys are different. These guys are different. 
I don't even know what the 2011 style for dudes was. I know right now it's like the flannel or or the hoodie with the jersey over top if it's winter. Yeah. But I can't remember what dudes were wearing back then. I know I was rocking flannel back then. I could have had a flannel on under my hoodie. Yeah. Popping it through the chest. What is that which they asked? They were like, are you wearing a flannel? <laughs> we were like, oh. Yes. Oh, this is like a sweater vest. <laughs> yeah. It's technically a button up. It's actually a dress shirt. <laughs> I'm really trying to not get stains on it. My mom's going to be very mad. <laughs> she still does my laundry. <laughs> no, we can't go back to my house. I live in the basement with a twin bed. <laughs> my dog's going to wake up. My dad. <laughs> dude, that was the brutal thing about a scout, dude. Can never bring anyone home. And that's, of course, why you didn't. Yeah, yeah that's, that's my excuse. <laughs> if I'm that meddling dog. <laughs> Pesky dog. Pesky dog. Yeah, man. That was uh that was that was an interesting event, but the reason we were discussing that uh is because uh, I guess there was a part of me that with this party invite, I thought, you know what? You always say you miss house parties. We all do. But nobody's like throwing real house parties anymore. You know, like yeah. people throw a party with like very close friends, but it's a very different thing to go to a place where it's just fucking packed. You know some people, but you mostly don't know most of the people. The last time I'd been to one of those is probably one of those mansion parties in Hamden. Yeah, and those are cool. Those are always cool. But I remember thinking, like, I was like, Mahedi, you haven't talked to this girl in six years probably if she's sending you an invitation how far out of her circle has she sent invites yeah that she has made it to guys i haven't spoken to in six years how big is this house first of all also why in the middle of like a pandemic we're almost out yeah of the pandemic See, i don't even think about that you gotta wait like three months yeah when it's warmer out, it probably won't be as bad. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> he said he said like he was like, um he was like, Yeah, it's probably gonna get shut down because of noise. And I was like, Yeah, and then I and then I had that thought you had. I was like, wait, it's probably gonna get shut down because they're gonna have like a thousand people in one house. Yeah. In Baltimore City, which does not fuck around with that. Yeah. And like, yeah, that everything about it just screamed, especially knowing like that group of people. And having been to parties with those group, that group of people, like, just I think I was like, dude, it's gonna be sketch city, dude. Like, it's gonna be fucking like, especially like sketchy when you're 21 is a lot different than sketchy when you're 28. Because sketchy yeah. when you're 28, you might walk into a room and people are smoking fucking crack. Yeah. And doing DMT on the fucking stairwell. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a different level of sketchy. And it's like. You're 28, so you're like, I know better than this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should yeah. just go. Yeah. Like, sketchy at 21 is like, you might see a dude do a line of coke, and you're like, uh, where am I? Like, But it's like, okay, you know? 28 is like, you might... I can't even... I, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know what would happen. I just know that I'm glad I didn't go. But also, I can't help but wonder, where would I be right now? <laughs> if I just lie, if I just lie. <laughs> oh man, damn! I can't believe we we probably never talked about that on the podcast. Before. Yeah, I was gonna say as we were talking about it, I was like, 
is this really the first time we brought that up? That's so funny. Because that, that was, was such like a crazy moment that yeah. literally was just us. Yeah, it was like we've had obviously a ton of experiences. Because a lot of our friends were at that party. Yeah. But they were like mostly hanging out upstairs mm-hmm. and like, yeah. I remember that same night, same party, uh, we were upstairs and this one frat guy, I still remember his name to this day, CT. He got up on like a table in his living room and uh he was like trying to make an announcement and they like shut off all the music, turn on all the lights. And then he just like was saying, all right, we're going to make an announcement. But he kept on saying that like for like 30 seconds after everyone had already shut up. Yeah. And I remember turning to like Mahedi and being like, all right, dude, just fucking make the announcement. And he heard me (laughs) and was like, what the fuck did you say, bro? And I was like, I'm just saying like, we're listening. <laughs> say what you gotta say, you know? And he was like, yo, who the fuck do you even know here, bro? Like, nobody's on your side, bro. Like, we'll fuck, like, in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. He was, like, calling out my fucking sweater vest and shit like that. <laughs> and I remember that was one of those moments where I was like, if I say something back, or if I escalate the situation, we all will get fucked up. Yeah, because it's like a house. Not because they were fucking big dudes or anything. Like I remember, I remember, I I never forgot his name because there's situations in life when guys have talked to to me like that, mm-hmm. where I knew that if we, I'm like, dude, I should just beat that guy's ass. I know I could beat <laughs> that guy's ass, but I didn't because as much as it's fun to like fantasize afterwards, being like, I probably would have fucking like thrown him on the ground, like elbow him in the fucking face punched him everybody would have been fucking like cheering and been like yeah fuck that guy got up got a fucking chug the fucking drink fuck those sorority girls <laughs> been like yeah i fucking am in the fred yeah <laughs> something like that fun to think about those things but in reality i was just like all right just stop making fun of my sweater vest dude because you got he had like three dudes right behind us and i was like it's gonna be me you mahedi scott and versus the versus entire like fraternity 12 to maybe 24 guys yeah <laughs> and i was like all right and then even after that after he like stopped getting on me and just made his announcement and like the party went by there were still dudes in the corner being like look at this fucking guy fuck this guy like the whole rest of the night were just fucking with me and i was like god i wish i wish to christ that I could catch one of you guys in an alley someday. Yeah. Just just one of you. Preferably CT. <laughs> CT, if you're listening, I'm still fucking down, bro. I'm still fucking down. If you were in a fraternity, Towson University fraternity, you remember getting up and making an announcement at a party to a guy in a sweater vest and a blue button-up, hit my DMs, dude. I swear to fucking Christ, dude. I have not... Fucking kill you. I will. <laughs> I'm still fucking heated about that. I've never let that go. It's bad enough I just came off of my fucking chance to not be a virgin that I had to listen to you. Call me a virgin in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck CT. He was the president of the frat. Mm. And I think that's where we got that joke where we would always tell people, like, yeah, I'm the president of the frat. Like, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. Come in, bro. I'm the president. Like, blah, blah, blah. So that gave us a nice joke. Yeah, that gave us a great joke. Also, when we snuck, or we didn't even sneak in. Uh, I think we probably talked about this on the podcast before, but when we were like at like Talia's parents' house, like over in that neighborhood, there were a bunch of frats too. Yeah. And like me, Ellis, and Rachel walked to get like brownie mix at the 7 Eleven down the street. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, we were walking up the sidewalk. And these guys in the driveway kept being like, Don't go through the front door. You got to come through the back. And we like weren't listening because we were like talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, don't go through the front door. We're going for the back. And we're like, Yeah, we're going to 
that house. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're going over there. And yeah. they're like, oh my God, are you guys the neighbors? Like, oh, don't, you know, sorry about that. Like, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. Like some guy like came out to like smooth talk us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business major or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Hair Listen slicked up. back. I'm like, hey, man, like, listen up. My name is Michael, and... Uh, I'm a sophomore in college, <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm uh, mass comm, but also minor business. I'm trying to make it a double major at some point, but I don't know. I'm just working on it. Uh, but, yo, you guys are the neighbors? Uh, I mean, we're having a party over here. If you guys want to come back through, just let them know that you're the neighbors, and you can come right in. So then, like, we come back, or I think maybe we just go in to scope it out. I'll go over now. And then we come back to tell you guys, and then we just roll up with, like... 10 people and we're like yeah we're the neighbors <laughs> we're the <laughs> fucking neighbors that baby. fucking dude came back out because i think the guys out front were like no we're over we're full we're full blah 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 and then that the business guy came out he's like no no let them in they're the neighbors like yeah, yeah. what's up dude da, da, da. i think we <laughs> me and alice weren't using our real names we just kept calling ourselves johnny and bro bro <laughs> johnny and bro bro yeah <laughs> Which one oh, was Johnny? Bro, bro. This is Bro Bro. Are you sure it wasn't Donnie? Because I remember he'd always say his name was Donnie. Oh, it was Donnie. Donnie and Bro Bro. Donnie and Bro Were you Bro Bro? bro? I was Bro Bro. Ellis is always Donnie. Yeah. Donnie. Donnie and Bro Bro. Donnie and Bro Bro. Yeah. Yes, I remember that night too. That was see, that was a cool party too. It was fucking bumping. I remember they had like this weird little. Like, they were like passing out lambskin condoms for a while, and I remember for a minute, me and Ellis were just always like, "We got our fucking. We're ready." There. Yeah. I ended. I had to use it at a certain point. Did you? Yeah. Nice, nice. Holding on to that. That was one. my last, my last resort. That's always a good way. And to... also, I was like, I can't take any chances with this one. I'm still just gonna like pull out. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't know if lambskin goes bad. Does <laughs> lambskin <laughs> like, go bad? I don't know. Do lambs expire? <laughs> do, do their pores open after <laughs> a certain number of years of death? <laughs> Sitting in latex. I've or? never used a lambskin condom, but I I feel like they probably suck. Um, but I I was fine. Yeah, you know I don't fucking know. But the, I feel like you got to try it at least once. I will. Yeah. I will. If I another ever, frat party. Yeah. Get a lamb. Is that the only way you get them these days? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> they have exclusive deal. It's kind of like how Baja Blast is only at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> um. But that being the neighbor is is a very good way to get into parties because. Their main priority is to not get a complaint. Yeah. And so if you're the neighbor, they're doing everything in their power to like make you like feel like, okay, these guys are cool because they don't want cops called on them or anything. Yeah. So we managed, we should have just said we were the neighbors to everywhere. Yeah. We should have been like, yeah, we're the fucking neighbors, dude. We heard we you like, guys had something going we on. We learned the cheat code, but we never used it. We never used it. Yeah. But now it's too late. Now you can't just roll up to somebody's house. But I'm your fucking neighbor. Like, no, you're not. I have a family. Let me in. <laughs> Let me in. I'm your neighbor. You want a fucking cup of sugar? Dude, get out of here. <laughs> I'm starving out of here. Come on, man. I heard you were throwing down. I heard you were having people over. <laughs> that was my favorite, favorite way, cool way to say you're having a party. I'm having people over, dude. It's like, oh, really, dude? Sounds like you're having a fucking party, dude. Why don't you just say that? Fucking nerd. Yeah. You should <laughs> You should, I wish like parties were described by like what the outcome was. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm throwing a living in my car for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing a life regret. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, I will say that um, one of my goals in life is to 
I want to have the studio right, mm-hmm. but I want the studio to be like a real studio. Yeah. That also has like events, live music. Ideally, if I could like build it in my mind, it would be like it would con- be this garage, but with the other part <laughs> too. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a toilet. <laughs> I know that's dreaming big. That's huge. I know that's... I'm getting a little big for my britches with this fantastical fantasy of mine. But I would like 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 an auto bar size venue mm-hmm. with a stage and then have the upstairs floor be like the studio, right? Yeah. And so like that's where we do the podcast. That's where we record shit. And then the bottom floor would be like a fucking live music venue. Maybe like a bar. I don't want to have food other than like snacks. Like food, it's like I would... Having food as a bar is like a whole other level of like annoying shit, I feel like, to deal with as an owner versus just serving drinks. Liquor doesn't expire. It's pretty easy to keep tabs on inventory. And like nobody complains about you having bad liquor. You know, I don't... Like the thing is, if I was going to have food, I'd want it to be good food. And I don't know if the kind of like place that I'd have would be a place people go for like good food. So I'm like, if I'm not going to have awesome food, I'm just not going to have food. Like, what's the point? I feel like what a lot of people miss out on, I mean, I guess, you know, you you probably have to get like a bunch of certifications and licenses to serve food. So Mm -hmm. like if people people don't want to do that or don't have the money to do that, that makes sense. But I feel like a lot of bars miss out on having just like one specialty. Like, if they yes. just had a specialty. They don't have to have a full menu. But if you're just, like, a bar and you're, like, yeah, we just, like, you know, we have a small little fryer. We can just make you fries yeah. or something. Yeah. And just make good fries. Yeah. Or, like, if you're, like, oh, yeah, we have, like, hot dogs or, like, hot dogs sausage and peppers or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. just, But, like, just one thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. Now that you're saying that, I'd probably have food. Like hot dogs would be cool. But like again, you gotta not try too hard. The thing that I like, you have to stay in your lane. Yeah, you can't have like a weird, like, you know, mismatch of like I got fucking cheesecake wontons yeah. and fucking you know like mozzarella sticks. Steak fries, but the center of the fries are actually cheesesteaks. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's too much. Yeah. What are you doing, dude? You're trying too hard. You're a fucking studio venue, bro. You record shit in the upstairs of this bar, dude. You're not fucking cooking anything good. Mozzarella sticks, crab pretzel, French fries, burgers and dogs. Burgers and dogs. <laughs> burgers and dogs. Hell oh, yeah. you're a vegan? Sorry to hear about that. Sorry. Sorry to hear about that. <laughs> I have the crab pretzel. I don't have a fucking fridge for your vegetables, all right? <laughs> I got fresh, never frozen mozzarella sticks. That's what I got. Freshly picked. Freshly Mozzarella. picked. <laughs> Straight from the farmer's market. <laughs> I got these slaughtered this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Humanely slaughtered mozzarella sticks. Kosher. Um, but the reason I say that is because what I'd like to do is have sick-ass parties there. Private events on Halloween. I know for a fact then I'm going to have a sick-ass Halloween party because I've... This is another thing I've said countless times on the podcast, I think, but it's because I think about it constantly, that whenever I watch a Halloween movie, there's usually a scene, especially if it's like a teen slasher, where everybody's at a sick Halloween party. 
And I've never been to a sick Halloween party. Like the kind you see in a movie where it's like everybody's there. Everybody's in dope ass costumes. There's a fucking band on stage dressed up playing Halloween music. People are out there fucking having a good time. It's fucking awesome. That's not any Halloween party I've been to. Any Halloween party I've been to has been like a small house party at best with like half the dudes not even dressed up. Girls dressed up in what I guess could be considered a costume, but really just them not dressed. And then like just being like, okay, like just chilling and doing the same shit. I want to have a sick ass Halloween party at the studio venue. And uh, so I guess really I've been structuring my entire life to eventually just get back to being able to throw a house party and not get kicked out of my house for it. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? That's like, I would say in terms of like top five life goals, that's like Halloween is your favorite holiday. It is my favorite holiday. And I guess it kind of coincides with having the studio venue, which is a big life goal. Yeah. But mainly because I want that party. I haven't really envisioned anything else about the studio. Just the party. Just the party. (laughs) Just the party. I've, so far I've whittled down, I'm going to have metal mirrors in the bathroom. That's what I know so far. That'd be cool. Metal mirrors in the bathroom so nobody can break the glass. And it kind of looks like punk rock a little bit, yeah. you know? It's rustic. And other than that, I don't know. Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the Halloween party, we'll see what else is there, yeah. and we'll make it work. Scope it out and see. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's not even a stage here. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I barely hung up that fucking light. I got to build a stage now, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why'd I get so many pumpkins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's big life goal. That's a good goal. Yeah, it's one of the few things that, like, they say in life you got to envision stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a goal, then you don't have a path to getting there. And uh, that's, yeah, I, I really can't see clearly any other thing. I, I was even thinking about today, and I found solace in the fact that I was like, does Eric think about this? And I was like, probably not also. And I was like, hell yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, what are you talking about? I Just was saying right like. Now? I think about shit like that. No, 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 not that kind of shit, because I know mm-hmm. you think about that shit. I'm talking about, I was thinking about the fact that I never think about like I've never even imagined what my house is going to look like or where I'm going to live. I've never even thought about it. Mm. Like I've just been living in my apartment and just assuming one day I'm going to get a house, but I've never once been like Yeah, what kind of house would I yeah, want? What Do neighborhood? I want to be in the city? Do I want to be rural? Yeah. And I was like, should I have at least thought about that? And then I was like, do you think Eric's thought about that? And I was like, I I was like probably not. Not I don't really. Know. Yeah. No. So I was like, okay, cool. I know another person who doesn't think about that stuff too. Yeah. It's like, thank God. <laughs> My like uh like dream business would be um just like having a lunch and early dinner spot where I just like cook like at like a diner. Nice. I, it, like were you ever in Chuck's in Hamden? Maybe once. Where it's like just bar seating and then just like a grill. Is that where we got those burgers at one time? I think so, yeah. yeah. Then yes. Um, but something like that where I don't even really have a menu. I just like, all right, I'm making this today. Yeah. And I just like sell enough to be like, all right, I'm straight. That's kind of like what restaurants used to be, I feel like. They didn't used to have big menus. Like when you go to those like restaurants with like a famous chef, like they'll just every day they'll just be like, this is what we got today. Yeah. This is what we're making. First course is this, second course is that, third course, and here's the dessert. And you're just like, 
Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. I could see doing that, you know, versus, because once you start to do too much, it's just like, it all suffers, you know? Mm-hmm. You go and you're like, I feel like making duck stew today. <laughs> making duck stew. Yeah. Or I mean, I'd probably just do like whatever I was going to eat for lunch or dinner yeah. that day. Just Everybody's make a bunch it. of it. Yeah. yeah. BLTs, baby. BLTs Buckle up. with my spicy peppers. Yeah, dude. I th- that would be Kung a good business. Pao for you. chicken for dinner. Chuck's, Eric's should be right <laughs> Eric's. next to the fucking studio, dude. <laughs> and then people are like, yo, you guys got food? I'd be like, go to fucking Eric's, bro. Yeah, it's fucking next door, dude. Is it late lunch? <laughs> go to Eric's. <laughs> 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 maybe i wouldn't do late lunch maybe i'd do like dinner late night and then we share a fucking walk-in fridge so i can fucking walk into your business that'll be where the podcast through studio the fr- yes dude yeah. through the fridge how do you get the studio through the fridge through the fridge yeah dude that'll be fucking sweet um i did want to talk about one more thing just because alex asked me to talk about it oh sure and uh to be honest, I didn't really do that much research on it. But have you heard about the... He texted me like late night. He was like, you guys should talk about the whole Army Hammer thing. Have you heard about that at all? Yeah. I'm trying to remember if he texted me something like that too. I don't think so though. Um, Yeah, Army Hammer. So he was like suspected of... Not suspected, but a bunch of his shit got leaked. Where he's like... He has like a fetish for like eating people, it seems like. Yeah. Um... And yeah, outside of that, I don't know much about it. I've heard like a little bit of gossip on like my Spotify daily drive. Yeah. With like the automatic playlist I get with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I heard some weird rumor where like he was like method acting at some point okay. recently. And mm-hmm. he like went to go work construction in some area. And then there was like a string of homicides in that area, and then he just dipped out. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so, but I don't think any of that actually holds water. But yeah. like in the heat of the moment, when I was looking shit up, I was like, "Oh fuck, he this did that water. too! <laughs> he definitely did this. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm dry. This is holding." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I like kind of was like scouring scrounging an article before as you got here, just looking mm-hmm. at it, and I was like reading about it, and like just said some stuff about his like dms to some chicks that were like apparently he was like on a like one of the girls that was like his like publicist or something he said like i just want to barbecue your rib and eat it Ew. like when they were like dirty talking or something jesus and like he said like one of his ex-girlfriends claims that he like carved his initials into like her hip or something like that Ooh. like some type of weird shit like that and like it's another one of those situations where that's a that's a very gray area of what is uh legal i guess it's not illegal to tell someone you want to eat them is it yeah it's just like super weird kind of see it's like kind of like real life hannibal lecter shit yeah first of all we've talked about fetishes in the past Mm -hmm. and and i've had a hard enough time trying to wrap my mind around even so much as a foot fetish you know just trying to grasp what exactly is it about feet I have seen like a good pair of feet before, though, and been like, okay, I get it. I, I get it now. I get it now. I guess I can see, but n- literally not at all. The way that somebody could look at like a pair of feet and have the same arousal that you would get from like seeing like a nice ass or like a yeah nice yeah like people will buy like used socks and shit. Yeah, I'll never understand it. But like, why this is like three notches above that, which is having a fetish for eating someone 
And what is most, I guess, disturbing about it is that that I don't think it can't be that uncommon because we've had so many serial killers that part of their whole shtick was eating people, you know? And you have to wonder how many people think about it ratio to how many people act on it, you know? I'm imagining that for every one guy who actually does wind up eating someone, Mm -hmm. that there's probably at least 20 who have thought about it. Me and uh, Elizabeth were watching Criminal Minds the other night, mm-hmm. and uh, the episode was about, it was kind of like, um, you know, they, it was like a juke. They juked us out in the beginning, because, like, people found, like, a body, and they're like, all right, the leg's missing. If he's keeping on to the leg, let's look for preservatives. So then they looked, and they're like, okay, only two places bought preservatives. One's a dude's house. Let's go check it out. They catch the dude trying to like drive three legs to dump. But he's like, oh, I didn't actually kill the people. I bought these online. And then like the whole episode was about like this dude, this like butcher dude who basically was like just taking girls, chopping off like a leg, selling it to one dude and armed another dude. Like people will have like, I guess, specific fetishes to like. Here's a fun question. What is worse? The guy who kills the girl and butchers her? Or the guy who goes online and buys butchered girl parts? I guess the guy who killed the person is worse, you know, just because they're, like, ending a person's life. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you got to give at least some credit to the dude who's, like, you know, I have, like, you know, I'm holding off on killing someone to get their leg. Yeah. But I still need a leg or else I'm going to kill someone. So let me just get a leg somehow without doing the dirty work. And maybe I'll last another like three years. They're like the same way about people that my mom is about crabs. Like she'll (laughs) eat them, but she doesn't want to see them alive because that weirds her out. Yeah, yeah. That's how these meek little cannibals get away with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so that guy wasn't a cannibal. So that guy... uh, he had like a mannequin fetish. Oh. So I think he was just like into like a leg, just a leg. Like the Christmas story type situation? Yeah. I made that joke. I was like, he got sexualized by the Christmas story. <laughs> 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 Fucked up his uh, brain chemistry. That, I would, okay. Um, mannequin fetish, maybe. I think that's a drastic understatement mm-hmm. because, uh, I don't think that a mannequin fetish would necessarily require you to purchase a real human leg. Yeah. In fact, if there's anything... Well, that's... I I left some stuff out. That's what the guy's wife, after they're like... She's like, are you sure he killed someone? They're like, yeah, we found three legs in his car. And she's like, oh my God, this is weird fetish. When you know we were younger, I worked in a department store, and uh, I walked in on him in like the break room rubbing up on a mannequin. <laughs> and he always said he was just trying to fix it because the leg was missing. But then you know she was like, I always knew he wasn't fixing it. And now he it turns out he was trying to fix it. He bought a leg to he fix it. He bought a leg to fix it. <laughs> he, he wasn't. My husband was being truthful. <laughs> you gotta let him go. It was a Cinderella story. He had to write, find the right leg. Yeah. <laughs> Finally got three it. of them. I bought three of these legs. One of them's got to work. <laughs> uh, I want to 
Yeah, but Army Hammer. Army Hammer is uh it's a it's it's a weird situation because like the last couple of years like the whole goal of society is to like be more accepting of people and you know allowing people to be their true selves and you know so on and so forth but then something like this comes out which is like okay so this isn't what we were talking about (laughs) and i think for you know i think to a certain extent i guess like if you and your partner are into like some weird fucking shit, but you're both on board for it and it's not like eating people, <laughs> like I feel like go for it. But when it comes to fucking like, how far does his perversion go? I guess. What if. And perversion is not a good word for it because it makes it sound like it's terrible if he's only like just fantasizing about this shit. Yeah. But if he's actually fucking eating people. Then that's just like I don't think he's eating against people. the law. And I'm saying this with zero <laughs> percent knowledge. But I I am gonna just go out on a limb here and say he's probably never eaten a person. Hopefully. Hopefully. He's rich. But let's let's put this into a context. Let's say look, every action has a reaction, every fetish has a reciprocal to that fetish, right? Like for every person who likes tying up chicks and fucking whipping them and beating them there's a chick who likes that too right there's for every sadist there's a masochist for every foot dude there's a foot chick i guess a chick who likes dudes liking her feet i don't fucking know i think i would hope so um let's say that there are people who are into the idea of someone eating one of their body parts they got to exist. Yeah. And I guess, like, you know, go for it, maybe. I don't fucking like know. If two- I, I know. I remember reading a story a while, a while ago where, like, this Japanese chef cut off his penis and, like, served it to a party of 100 people or something. And it was, like, they all knew about it. Like, they all went to, like, eat his penis or some shit. So, like, that exists. But at the same time... And <laughs> like you said, back, I'm like, I'm half remembering this. I don't know how true any of this Sounds is. Sounds like you got the main part. I think that was the main part. I don't though. think there's any ex- ex- exonerating details in this story <laughs> that's going to make it not weird. Like, oh, dude, you left that part out? And this whole story is perfectly yeah. Or reasonable. it might have been his balls. I don't know. I forget if it was oh. his penis or his balls. Literally any part of him. <laughs> I definitely got to look this up. Particularly the penis. Hopefully but this wasn't just like a nightmare I had. Even, yeah, <laughs> I'm actually kind of hoping it was. I, it's like, that's that weird gray area where it's like, okay, if two consenting adults, one guy says, I want to cut off your toe and eat it. And another person goes, I want you to cut off my toe and eat it. That'd be wild. That'd be wild. Well, but then also, like, you know, watching a lot of these, like, crime shows and shit, a lot of, like, the, you know, bad guys, like the serial killers and whatnot, they they don't like it if you're into it. Like, their whole thing, like, they've gone so far past wherever, like, that if you're, like, into it, they don't want it. Yeah. Which I guess would might maybe maybe like that's why they keep going further because maybe ultimately what they get off on is the fact they're doing something to somebody they don't want. 
Yeah. And then what would really piss him off is that they magically stumbled upon the one person who was like, yes. Yeah. Eat my leg. Yes. And they're like, oh, you just ruined it for me. I can't even enjoy this now. I'm trying to eat your fucking leg and you're you're stoked about it. Yeah. This is what you wanted. Yeah. You're ma- Somehow. <laughs> you're making this weird. <laughs> you have made this weird. So uh, no, it's crazy. I hmm. did find it. Uh-oh. May 24th, 2012. Okay, recent. Mao Sugiyama cooks, serves, own genitals at banquet in Tokyo. Okay. Self-described asexual from Tokyo, cooked up, seasoned, and served his own genitals to five dinners at a swanky banquet in Japan last month. Jesus Christ. And they knew about it. Yeah. Uh, Please retweet. I'm offering my male genitals full penis, testes, scrotum as a meal for 100,000 yen. We'll prepare and cook as the buyer requests at his chosen location. Uh, He tweeted that April 8th. And then just days after his 22nd birthday, the artist underwent elective genital removal surgery. Okay. Divvied up the severed penis shaft, testicles, and scrotal skin between five people and garnished it with button mushrooms and Italian parsley. <laughs> yeah, if I was going to serve up a penis and balls, I think I'd go parsley. And yeah, button mushroom for button sure. Mushrooms. Because, you know, you want to make sure every piece is around the same yeah. size yeah. to have a consistency. Yeah. And cremini would just kind of <laughs> fuck up the flavor, I imagine. Portobello, probably not. On April 13th, five of six diners who signed up for the 250-a-plate feast sat down to dinner. And <laughs> the sixth person was a no-show. Holy fuck. <laughs> ooh, 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 there are pictures, and I don't know if I don't look at them. Oh, jeez. I guess it's... Actually, they're not there anymore. It's slightly less weird that the fact... Like, not less weird, but less, like, gruesome to me that he underwent, like, an actual surgery yeah, to get him Yeah, he, like, surgically got him removed. I was imagining he just fucking put his dick on a cutting board and just <laughs> yeah, cleaved and just it up. just didn't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, that would be much more... But also more Japanese to me. I could see that happening, because they are tough fucking people. Yeah. And I could see them just fucking just... <gasps> like, Jesus Christ, dude. It was a sushi roll. Yeah. Dick roll. <laughs> Dick roll. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh I wish I wish we knew more about the situation, but I, I really just look, odds are a lot of this is embellishment and a lot of this is sensationalized, but it just drives the bigger question for me, which which is just knowing that even if it's not necessarily army hammer first of all you got to be doing something to even have this like there's a little bit of truth in everything yeah, like it'd be very sure. difficult to make up this lie about like you to be yeah. like oh by the way eric really enjoys eating people's fingers and then you'd be like that is not true what evidence do you have to see? You couldn't make a news story about it. I guess you probably could if you really, but there had yeah, to be something. Yeah, I guess you could. But also, like, what came out of the Army Hammer situation was, like, didn't a bunch of people come out to be like, oh, yeah, he did this to me, too. Hashtag me, too. <laughs> me, too. I also was... <laughs> he also eating. said he wanted to eat my ribs. Jesus Christ. With sweet baby rays. <laughs> Oh, yikes. Cannibalism, dude. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I'm sure I'm sure you've learned less less about this subject. Yeah, we didn't know shit. <laughs> we didn't know fucking anything about this situation. All I know is that if you're a fucking cannibal out there somewhere, I support, I do, and I mean this, 
Uh, I support cannibal rights. <laughs> if you find if and, and look, nobody chooses their fetishes. I say it's about pedophiles all the time. Nobody chooses to be a pedophile. I would imagine that's a great curse to have that you find yourself sexually aroused by children and you spend your entire life, if you're a good person, fighting that and never acting on it. Um, I, you know, I can't imagine anybody would choose to be sexually aroused at the idea of eating someone. That has to be some type of mental illness. Is it is it fair to say that's a mental illness or is that am I being not woke right now to say that wanting to eat somebody sexually? I think there's definitely like a crossed wire there. I think I that's, feel like that's safe to say. Yeah, and maybe maybe in six months it won't be. Maybe maybe we'll, people will go back in time and find the episode where we said that cannibalism is weird. Yeah, and then they'll be like, "What the fuck were you thinking? It was a different time. It was twenty twenty one. Yeah, cannibalism 20, was weird. Twenty twenty six when it's fucking Mad Max out here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's blasting yeah. our fucking podcast. That's the Road Warrior shit. <laughs> that's gotta be a weird fucking situation. As a person who's dating, like, it's hard enough to even be dating somebody and be like, I really didn't want to say this, but we've been hanging out a long time and we've kind of been talking about, like, what turns us on. I was just really kind of hoping you would shit on my chest. <laughs> like, even that is weird. Like, that's got to be... you're going to go, like, super tame. Oh. <laughs> just, like, nibble my ear or something. <laughs> or, uh, you know, touch the small of my back. <laughs> just, just hold me. Hold me. Tuck me in. <laughs> tuck me in. No one's ever tucked me in. I thought that was a myth. I did think tucking it was a myth. I didn't realize that the people actually. Did That's that. just in the movies. <laughs> no, my, no my parent loves their kid that much to course tuck not. them in. Tuck them in. It can't be real. Can't be real. I have a getting tucked fetish, dude, and not not the cool trans way. Just the fucking weird child loving. Deprived of <laughs> parental figure, <laughs> just tuck me in. It's so cold. <laughs> but like, yeah, you have one of those fetishes, and that's difficult enough. But just to find someone, to find someone, the dating scene is hard enough. <laughs> About to fuck someone and just saying, "Tuck me in." <laughs> <laughs> like fur, like tuck you in. Now we haven't even had sex yet. <laughs> I can't get hard unless you tuck me in. It's not going to work. I've tried. I've tried tucking myself in. I can't do it. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's got to be hard enough. And so if you are a cannibal, maybe maybe a website. Cannibalsmeat.com. Get something going. People... I'm interested in eating people. Somebody else goes on there. I'm interested in being eaten. Being eaten. Hey, match made in heaven. <laughs> match made in heaven. Everybody's happy. I don't have a problem with that. In fact, I think that would solve a lot of problems. I actually do. Again, this comes full circle, full circle. Avoiding the issue never solves the issue. Ask your girlfriend how many dudes she's fucked. Just ask her. And she'll ask you, and you both say it. And now you know something about each other. Now you have a deeper understanding of each other. If you're a cannibal, if you're a cannibal, just just put it out there. Just say it. I'm a cannibal. And instead of society trying to pretend that cannibals don't exist, give them a venue. Give them a venue where a consenting adult and another consenting adult can engage in their strange fucking fucked up 
shit. Talkedinmeat.com. That's so woke of you. <laughs> I'm being very woke. You're being so woke. I mean, actually, actually, that might be the wokest fucking thing anyone's ever said. Honestly, am I the only person <laughs> advocating for cannibal rights? Maybe in Towson. The wokest thing in Towson that's been said. Probably wokest thing in Towson. This might not I'm even sure there's be. there's been fucking the, the woke-der scale. No. <laughs> it's fucking off the charts over on the West Coast. Woketober, dude. Yeah. Woketoberfest. <laughs> yeah, did I say this in fucking uh, Skid Row and they'd be like, yeah, dude, we've been eating each other, dude. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You're fucking stuck in the past. This is the vaccine. Okay. You talk about eating ass. I actually eat ass, dude. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. That's all. That's all I can think to say about Army Hammer. Army Hammer, stay strong, brother. Stay strong <laughs> wherever you're out there. Just know we're fighting for you. <laughs> fighting for you, bro. By we, I mean Jimmy Celeste. Yep. At Jimmy Selesky. At Send Jimmy all Selesky. hate mail to at Jimmy <laughs> Send all hate mail and cannibal mail. <laughs> and cannibal hate mail to uh, Jimmy Selesky at gmail.com or LFTS podcast at, at gmail.com. Or at LFTS podcast on just about everything. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Twitter. TikTok. Facebook. Gmail. Gmail again. <laughs> Gmail again. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Add Eric Glazer on everything. You got anything coming up? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't. Uh, this Friday, that is today, March 5th, I will be at the Valley Inn from 5 to 9. Valley Inn in Brooklynville, better known as pretty much Lutherville. Uh, nice place. Stop out. I play every first Friday of the month, which is this month. It's March. It is going to become spring at the end of this month. It's going to be daylight savings time in a couple weeks. Stoked for that. I'm tired of the fucking sun going down so early. I got seasonal depression. I'm over it. Uh, but yes, Friday, March 5th, Valley Inn, 5 to 9. Uh, other than that, yeah, at Jimmy Celeste on everything. Maybe we'll make a poll this week. We'll have a poll. Cannibalism. Weird. <laughs> would you break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend if you found out they were a cannibal <laughs> we'll check the results uh would you pay for your friends uh cannibal meat if you were stopped by the cop at the same time or whatever the poll was the other day <laughs> we'll have to figure out how to word it but yeah it'll be good it'll be divisive it'll be divisive we'll figure it out i'm i'm going for a 50 i gotta word this in a way to get it to be 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> I got to pose such an intricate scenario that somehow half the people that look at the question yeah, are like... cannibalism was legal. <laughs> let's say it was legal. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. Other than that, see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.